Buccaneers, episode 24 of Press YYZ. You can find us on Twitter at PressYYZ, and we're live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. EST at twitch.tv slash PressYYZ. I haven't hosted this in a while, so if all my co-hosts are sitting here being like, oh man, he's getting through all the rigmarole real fast, it's because, well, fuck it, this is just how I'm rolling today. I'm your host, Alexander Kazina, or Cozy, or Cozy Bear, or whatever you want to call me, and I'm joined today by the illustrious Mitch George. I'm a swashbuckler, not a buccaneer. AJ Fraser. Sea of Thieves is actually pretty good. I don't know if you guys have played it. Alex Ballant. You know, I actually didn't really like. I didn't really like Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And Nathan McInerney. Oh my God, we got it right. We've we been have like, a we're gonna roll with that, okay? Uh, you they, missed the pirate references. Come on. They they got a week off from getting it wrong. W- wasn't talk like a pirate week a thing back in the day? I yeah. think it was a day, but yeah. What what Google ha- didn't Google have a pirate thing? Google had a pirate thing for a while, didn't they? Pirate Day and Shark Week. I feel like both of those used to be really popular a long time ago. And then it feels like the coronavirus kind of cleansed the internet of all holidays that aren't like actually really important. I mean, one way or another, I wouldn't download a car. So, Well, there's a way. Um, there used to be a way in Google that you could change your language to pirate. Yeah, that's what there's- I was referring to. There was, there was a, I think there was like a, a Google Translate for pirate, um, like something like that. But I also remember uh, there was something called uh, Gizoogle. Which, Gizoogle. Which, which was copyright Google infringement. Translating every uh, web page into uh, Snoop Dogg like. I, I found it. I, I can, I'm not going to type anything into it, but I will uh, just show a screen view just so people are familiar with what it is. There's also the plugin that turns everything into oo's, so you know, Ooh. just because it exists doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, speaking of which, all you guys talked about last week was friggin' Halo and Destiny. Not all we talked about. I talked about Persona. Oh, sorry, I missed the one thing you've been talking about for the last four weeks. Oh, I well, bet we'll talk about it again this week. Oh, yeah. we also talked shit about the two of you for not being here. Yeah, how dare you? I'm sorry we have lives, okay? I'm sorry we had other arrangements. Nathan has you know, children, ch- and I have... <laughs> Oh, I was just saying, my children just really want to see fireworks. We walked around the neighborhood as people lit up fireworks all around the neighborhood. And I spent my time with my ass in a chair down by the river at the cottage and was much happier for it. I needed, It was nice to have a few days to recharge, sure. play some video games. Uh, I guess so. I had the Switch, so I was playing some games. So it sounds, though, to me like you had a pretty restful past week, Mitch. However, yeah. in the midst of this very restful past week, you also played a... Not super restful game by the name of Iron Man VR. Am I Dude, correct? let's talk some Iron Man. Holy crap, is that game good and bad all at the same time? Yep. Nathan, oh, you've been playing okay. it too. And it's it's amazing what they were able to do. And then it's also a shame some of the shortcomings that there are in that there were only like six enemy types in the entire game. Uh, yeah. I'm playing on the highest difficulty because I want to try to get the platinum and there are trophies related to difficulty. And every time you die, there's a good three no i don't know what minute and a half two minute load you say yeah, about that and, and it's not just it's in between every single time you transition out of environments it's really bad yeah I, there was one i remember specifically from the first chapter of the game where you get ejected from the plane and then you've got all the pieces of the suit that are flying towards you just like they sort of did in that one movie that they did with him or whatever and the last piece comes in, the faceplate comes in, the screen goes black, loading. Yeah. What the hell? Like, you've been sitting here for, like, five minutes going through this cutscene. It's a long cutscene. 
and they couldn't have at least loaded those assets in the back so it could have been instantaneous like i understand they're 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 a soft soft more developer they've only developed one major title before this that being uh republic uh so that's camouflage studio for those who are unaware and they got given a ton of money from sony to make a game for vr out of a beloved ip and i think they did a really good job at least from mm -hmm. what i've played thus far i'm maybe four chapters in i think there's 12 yeah i just finished the sixth chapter yeah i do still want to get the platinum because i'm having a ton of fun when i'm in the suit maneuvering using the different weapons and it's it's a lot of fun but some yeah. of the technical hiccups are or some of the limitations they've imposed in the game are are jarring but at least for me i think it's the best vr experience i've ever had so i know I, that sorry go, go ahead, ahead cozy well, I mean, I feel like my question would be best answered after both of you share your experiences. Okay. Um, like, for me personally, it's not the best VR experience I've ever had. I'd still go with Astrobot, Blood and Truth. Uh, there's a few experiences I have. Is this a great VR experience? Yeah, it's probably in, like, the top ten. Um, I think they've done a really good job of capturing what it's like to be Iron Man and the way you use your repulsors to kind of move you through the air, I think is really strong, um, especially in conjunction with the move controllers and how they've been able to work around the limitations of the move controllers, because it can detect um, like for, for to fly, you literally have to put your hands down um, like flat and push them back so that you're like flying through the air. Um, yeah, you're using your basically where your palm is in conjunction with the triggers on the move controller to maneuver in the air, which is really cool. It's really innovative. It's not something I've seen anywhere else and a really nice way to tackle Iron Man's movement. And it's even like like if you want to go down, I just hold my hands up like this and press it, double press the triggers and it forces you down. Like once you start figuring out how to maneuver around, it gets really cool. Um, but there's like a lot of frustrations. You talked about the loading times. I think the environments are not good. Um, I think especially like have you you've done Shanghai already, yeah right? I, I would have so I would have for those yeah so I, I've finished Shanghai and I did the first VR mission I think that gets presented to you the time trial or whatever like in the in the the thing yeah yeah the warehouse I'm, yeah the warehouse that thank you uh, and I haven't picked it back up in a couple of days just because life has been busy and I do want to get back to it I'm, I'm not doing anything this weekend apart from I have to go suit shopping for my wedding, which hopefully will still happen this year. And I'm, I'm getting a haircut. I'm wearing a hat tonight because I really fucking need a haircut. But out, outside of that, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm putting my butt in that VR headset. Carmen can watch whatever she wants on TV. And I'll just have the PS4 on in the background flying around like Iron Man. And I'll have a stupid smile on my face the whole time, except when it's loading. Yeah, I, I think and the thing that amazed me was I'm not getting motion sick for the most no, part. No, me neither. Like, I can't play long bursts of time because I think I, and just in general with VR, like I can only be in the headset for so long before I need to take a break for a bit. Um, I've, but I think, I, I think the first night I played, I probably put like an hour and a half, two hours into it before I felt like the, the headset was weighing and I needed to take a break, but yeah. I, I don't typically get motion sick from VR either. So I, I'm hit or miss depending upon it. Um, the only thing, because there's a chin up bar, you can actually explore Tony's house, which is kind of cool. And there's like a, like weights and uh, basketball and every VR game, there's somehow a basketball game where you got to throw <laughs> balls into a hoop. I had uh, real issues with that mini game. Honestly, it might just be my setup, but I could not for the life of me get it to work until I sat so, in a chair. So I was able to do it standing up, but I had to like get my hand like this flat and throw the ball like this. Where, and then yeah, it started working. Where's your See, uh, PSVR camera located on above or below your TV below. 
I've had more success with it being below the TV. Mine's above the TV. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a really good VR experience, but it's not great. I think right. I think that's where I sit with it, just because I think in terms of VR, it's good, but they've there's so many things that it needs more polish. Um, I actually think this would have been better launching as a PS5 exclusive PSVR title. Yeah, do you um, think so? You see, like a lot of the issues are a lot of the issues purely coming from the technical side of just the limitations of the PlayStation 4 and not the actual game itself. Yeah, I think it's doing so much. Like if you like in the Shane High level, for instance, if you go down to ground level and you have to go down to ground level occasionally, you can see like the lack of textures, the lack of polish in the city. Like it's it looks almost like Earth De- Earth Defense Force kind of bad graphic like texture. And like mm. Tony's Island, like Malibu Mansion looks great. So it's not like the entire game, but you can see where time was spent and where they cut corners to I think get the game done. And I think if with a little more polish and honestly, something tells me this would be running much better on the SSD on the PS5. I mean, we don't we don't yet know if there are going to be improvements for VR titles on the PS5. They haven't talked about that really at all. Yeah. So it will be interesting That's to see true. what their VR approach is to next gen. Uh, for me as a Marvel nut, a comic book fanboy, for me it is a great experience, but only in the fact that I'm so I, I, I so appreciate the license. That just big Iron Man and flying around, even if it's free roam, if it's not in a mission, because you do unlock free roam at some point, it just, it puts a stupid smile on my face and it makes me really happy. How is the use of the the license? Like, what is the story sort of like with, with this game? I don't know yet. It do you, has to is, do with, it has to do with the character Ghost as the villain, who okay. was one of the villains from Ant-Man and the Wasp Ant-Man in the, Wasp, the films. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I am expecting some sort of twist at some point because they don't really reveal who it is behind the mask. And yeah. it is really more about... It, it has nothing to do with anything you've seen in any of the movies. So it is more so someone is coming for Tony Stark because of the things that he did around weapons manufacturing before he gave it all up. Um, right. So it is telling a, an interesting original story that brings up so, the sins of the past and, and that sort of... Uh, Isn't that every Iron Man story, though? N- no, it's similar... Like it's similar to the story they told in Iron Man Two, with, but it it wasn't like I don't know it it it's one of the big like marquee storylines for the character of Iron Man, so it makes sense. But they're doing it with a unique villain and they're doing it in a different way, which I appreciate it. What I wanted to ask uh, way earlier on is I'm mean, you know without going into any spoilers, does it appear that this game is leaving open space for a sequel? And if so, like, or if not, either way, what would you want most out of a sequel? I think it's too early to say whether they're leaving more for a sequel, uh, just because I've not done the game yet. I'd say the exact same thing. Yeah. But in, in, in just in terms of, you know, it being a comic book game, I'm sure even if there aren't direct ties to this one in a sequel, comic books are rife with serial stories that you could tell in this universe, in its own universe, whatever you want to do. So I'm sure if they see success with this, which I'm sure we'll see numbers in a couple of weeks in terms of what sales look like. And then we can speculate on that, whether or not camouflage will get another shot at this. Sony only releases their numbers when they're like proud of it though. So if we don't see numbers, then that also is going to be very telling. Exactly. That's why I think within the next couple of weeks, we'll have an idea. We'll see top 10 charts. I was actually working in uh, for a few hours in a Best Buy um, on the day came out and I saw PSVR bundles walking out of the store. uh, That's promising because who's going to stores right now? Yeah, um, so I, I think um, as far as VR titles, like we'll see the top 10 best-selling PSN titles. And let's be honest, there's a physical copy, but most people 
go uh, digital on PSVR. Yeah. Um, it's just easier not having to switch discs out. So when we see the uh, PSN's top downloads, it should be number one would be my guess. I think um, they've done a good job marketing the game. And I'm a sucker for it. I, I went and got the digital deluxe edition because I like having the dynamic theme and having the Iron Man music playing. Even when I'm just in the menu makes me happy. And That's that just shows you how much of a suck I am. You right. don't get those things when you get the codes usually. Yeah, but you also didn't have to. Yeah, so full disclosure, the, the, the copy Nathan oh, yes. played was provided by PlayStation. Mine was not. I went out and bought that myself. I uh, Just one final question. Uh, how likable is Iron Man in this game? Because it can always be kind of hit or miss with the portrayal of him. Like, how do you like the actual personality of Iron Man? Or it's pretty likable. Yeah. Cool. So far. It, it, it is. So an interesting plot point in the game is that you're interacting with an old AI that he built when he was still doing weapons manufacturing that mm -hmm. is modeled after himself. And that guy's annoying as hell. Mm. So it's, it's, it's interesting seeing this dichotomy of Tony Stark before and after becoming Iron Man. And I, I really like that uh, that portrayal or that personification of Tony Stark, like before. Because you don't see a lot of, you know, interesting takes on what Tony was like before he became Iron Man. So I really like that. And I look forward to telling you more about this game for the next couple of weeks. Do, yeah. do we know if this Iron Man is going to be the same Iron Man coming up in the the Avengers game or no? No. Not no, at I, all. They're separate. I, I would assume they're all, like, e each developer gets their own take on the license. So I wouldn't expect to see the Insomniac Spider-Man pop up in Marvel's Avengers. Like, you might see Spider-Man, but it won't be their Spider-Man. Which... Yeah. Although, I would expect a Spider-Man costume being available. Oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Have, I mean, yeah. it would have to be platform exclusive, but at the same time why not like there's a possibility that iron man crosses over into spider-man just because they're both kind of sony properties not but not that would be interesting both, to see because they're both being developed by like sony first party studio not first uh, party, Cam camouflage you know is in first party but it is being published by sony so it is a second party release for for playstation so that's right. possible well tony star created an ai and unfortunately it seems like it was pretty annoying but someone else in this room created something, and it seems pretty sweet. Alex Ballant, why don't you tell us all about this video that you made about Persona 5? Ooh, okay, so... Don't I you dare video. spoil anything. I'm not gonna spoil... I'm not gonna... <laughs> I can't really talk to... I can only so talk very, So, the video very... says this includes video uh, spoilers for Persona 5, but yeah. I also have it muted, so... I would suggest not going very much for. I would suggest even stopping it right now. I would very much highly. <laughs> but suggest isn't it, it just going to cut to like you? It's going to cut to. It's going to cut to footage of the game and a spoiler. No. Oh. Well, I stop would, the video, I, please. That's unfortunate. No, yeah. I'm leaving this show it's, if you don't stop it. Okay. Oh, come on. Do you remember the time during the Final Fantasy VII spoiler cast? You left, and we just talked about random nonsense. Like we talked. You about are your exactly. You need about me. Spoilers. You need me. No. So, very surface level, it's about Persona 5 uh, Royal in particular. It's about the very sort of like the final, the third semester of the game and one of the characters that uh, plays a very important role in that and how there's a there's kind of a dilemma um, sort of in the forefront like of the theme of that whole section and I thought it was very interesting and I related it very highly to some not super great stuff that's happening in my life right now and how I'm kind of using it to cathartically uh, start the healing process you can maybe kind of assume what it is by just even the name of the, the video regardless I don't want to go into too much detail about is it is it all the I, greasiness? oh absolutely yeah it's just the 
pure Vaseline that I rubbed on all over myself before the podcast started. Um, Didn't need to know that. Against the power. Yeah. I'm really, really happy with the video. I knew sort of making it that like 90% of the people who, who start watching it, because I put a direct like, this is this has spoilers to Persona 5 Royal. I immediately was like, I know more than half of the people are going to turn this off right, right here. Not even just because most people probably don't give a shit about Persona who know me, but also just because of the spoilers. Uh, so I was mostly just making it for me. But... Speaking of which, I speaking of Persona as well, the only real thing that I did besides make this video, because I kind of made the video as soon as like, as soon as I sort of had the idea to make this video, I took like three days and I made it. Um, cool. So yeah, I it's the fastest I've ever made something. Um, and I'm actually really happy with the overall quality of it. If and when you have the opportunity and you either don't give a shit about spoilers, because if you don't give a shit about spoilers, then I do explain what's going on relatively well. But if you do care, then wait till you finish Persona 5 Royal, but then check it out because I think it's really, I think I did a really good job with it. And that's not just to like pat myself on the back. I, I just, I think I put a lot of effort into it. You got a physical copy of that, right? Yes. And you now R. completed it, correct? I got the platinum trophy in it. And let me tell you, after a hmm. hundred and it's my ninth platinum after The Last of Us Part Two, and hmm. I still gotta get that one. Yeah, it's. Uh, let me tell you, putting a hundred and forty hours into Persona Five Royal was a very interesting experience. I would not recommend anyone do it if Persona Five Royal is your first playthrough. But I'm actually really genuinely happy I got the original ending to Persona Five first, and then got to see what was added next because yeah. it really made me appreciate all the changes that they made because that last that last third of the game is there's so many fundamental changes to how the story is presented and what's going on that it's it really is worth knowing having the perspective of the original game versus royal it's just you have to put a at least 140 hours into it and most people can't even do that in the first or like most people can't even put 100 hours into a normal run of persona 5 so you had me until you said that yeah without um getting too deep into spoilers i, I realize i've been asking that question a lot tonight but is the way that they present things in the final third of the game similar to final fantasy 7 remake where there's sort of like this acknowledgement that like things were different on like a previous cycle and um or you understand what I'm getting at, right? I, I do get what you mean. Um, kind of. I don't want to go into too much details, but, like, it might just be because I was so acutely aware of what happened in the original ending of Persona 5 that every time something was different, it was very much, like, standout in my mind. So hmm. I, I'm not 100% sure if, like, if I was going in blind with just P5R, that would I have known what was different? That's kind of my most like non like as as like tiptoeing around the spoilers as absolute no, no, it's best totally I can. fine, totally fine. Yeah, I'm trying to be like especially aware because I know that both Nathan is currently playing. I also want to play it at some point. Anyways, uh, AJ, my, <laughs> yeah, favorite game of the year. Yeah, everybody just talk over me, talk over the host. Always you the host after a million yeah. years, and it's just I say something, you guys yep. are like, oh, hold on. Let me say something small and inconsequential just so now I can Now you know talk how I Alex. feel when I host. Wasn't it better when it yeah, was just but... the three Alexanders? No. It was. Oh, I 100%. listened to the episode. It couldn't have been. Uh, AJ. Debatable. Yes. Hi. See, you, 
You you tried to, you you tried to talk over me, but it didn't work. That meant she'll lose your. I, I see the the difference is I catch myself and then I just let you have the time. So, what have you been up to? Um, you know, I mentioned last week that I fell back into Minecraft, and I've still been doing that mostly. Like I've had urges to play other things, um, like Civilization. You know, I've had that urge. I haven't booted it up yet, but I might do that soon. Um, but yeah, no, um, Minecraft, I've been exploring the world around this little settlement that I, uh, created and I've been, you know, making maps and like filling, filling them out. And I've got this like four map, uh, map board on a, just that I just made on like in the game, in the world and just trying to fill out the map so that I know the geography of everything around me and i found like six other villages that are like not too far away um and that was fun um but um yeah i uh i got brave and i booted up my stadia again i know crazy <laughs> was it um, surprise dust? surprise yeah pretty much yeah i know i blew the dust off my stadia controllers and uh no actually i used my mouse and keyboard on this um there's a game called Krata on I think it's out on some other things too, but I've only seen it on Stadia. Spelt uh, uh, C R A Y T A, by the way. Um, and it. Okay, so it, it's it's a bit of a creation tool that uh, and takes just, like, just to add to you know from what. Sorry, AJ. It is only available right now for Stadia. Okay. Okay. It, it came with uh, Stadia Pro, so that's how I have it. Um, but yeah, the it's a bit of a creation tool i i thought you know just from like the screen alone that it would be i don't know a little closer to something like like a dreams or a project spark on the xbox or something like core? that but it, it seems core or core yeah um uh, but what it, what it actually seems like is like somebody saw the uh fortnite world builder and took that and said okay let uh, make your own games that kind of use something similar to this right and so overall i don't think it's very good but hmm. maybe that's just because it's only on stadia right now and not a lot of people have it surprise, um, surprise. one of the intriguing games in it that i found was um it was one of the more popular ones it was like an like an object hunt right so every person like every every player right, i think there were 10 10 players in this quote-unquote match it was like 9v1 every player every other player had was an object in the world like they took control of an object and uh they had to run around the world and try not to get caught they had to like it's it's prop hunt from gmod sure yeah prop hunt that's it i I never i didn't play much gmod um but yeah that's the kind of stuff that they're doing with it which is interesting in its own way it's as like a fun neat little toy but I don't think you could ever necessarily uh, make anything in this that had legs um, and took you off can, on its own. Um, you can use your keyboard and mouse to edit terrain in this, correct? I think so. I, I booted I booted up the, the creation tools in it, and it was uh, incredibly under-explained and overwhelming. I just <laughs> closed it. So. Okay, because I'm watching a like developer live stream basically going through like a tutorial of the game, and yeah. I'm noticing that all the like button prompts are for the Stadia controller, which yeah. I, I've never been fond of like creation software that 
requires you to use a controller. I'd much rather just use keyboard and mouse, but I'm assuming that that is indeed an option. Yeah, every, everything that I've played on the Stadia um, has had the option to use a mouse and keyboard. Private Jeebus brought this up in the chat, and I just kind of want to echo it. It looks so much like Fortnite. Yeah. And I'm so, f like, I've said this multiple weeks in a row now. I'm so fucking sick of this art style. Wait, I like was going to say, don't you like that art style? I thought you liked no, it. No, it, like, with Fortnite, it was fine. But because Fortnite's the most popular game in the world, now everyone has to fucking emulate it. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Sony, Sony's got one out. coming to the and, PS5. And uh, yeah. there was that one EA There's, announced that looks fucking just like Fortnite. Rocket Arena. I, for some reason, Whatever. have that encyclopedic in my mind. I, I just remember I mean, I feel bad for you. all these Is, isn't garbage Ubisoft games. Isn't Ubisoft on the verge of putting one out for real now, too? Yeah, there's that other the battle royale one that ubisoft is gonna do like i just we're, we're gonna talk about ubisoft yeah, a bit we ubisoft. should probably keep just, moving i just wish that like just it's like it's like in the seventh generation when every game was trying to look like call of duty and it was all gray now yeah. gray is now like gray and brown are like actually distinct when a game looks like that instead of looking like this poppy Fortnite yeah. garbage yeah just like the fact that you could put all of these games, like you put screenshots from all these games, and I bet nine out of ten people couldn't differentiate any of the games because they all look the same is yeah. a problem. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I feel, yeah, it looks like they they took the wrong, the wrong, the wrong appeal of Fortnite and tried to make a, a creation tool out of it. And it, yeah, I'm I'm just looking at the the pop up start screen right now and it's just i'm just like i don't what do you i just also like why make i'm not going to talk about this much more because but like why make a creation tool that's only exclusive on stadia like literally no well, one's gonna no Google one's probably, gonna use it Google i mean that's made not them a good deal that's yeah that's, that's exactly why reason, so but like can, yeah. can game, i can i say something your game's gonna be dead on arrival can i say something real point. quick you can stop talking about stadia I've been drinking this Vine Botanicals hop-infused uh -huh. sparkling water that I got with a meal kit, and it tastes it. as bad as it sounds. Okay, well, yeah. I, I'm happy. See, I don't love sparkling water in general, so I, I'm happy that you echoed my feelings. I love it sparkling water, but this one tastes it. like... I mean, ta Well, I mean, I don't want it to go to waste. It tastes like beer, but it's not beer, and it's pointless in that way. Anyways, we can move on now. I think... Yeah, we can all agree that like the artistic style of Fortnite is a little bit overdone, which is one of the reasons why I am really in love with a certain video game series called Apex Legends. Uh, I'm going to keep my Apex talk short and sweet. Basically, I downloaded the PC version of the game because I had long said that I would give the PC version a shot after really coming to love the game on PS4. Fortunately, I discovered that none of your progress carries over to the PC version. Mm -hmm. No character skin unlocks, That's no straight-up character unlocks, and it's really put a damper on me wanting to fully switch over to that platform. I'm still going to try it out a bit. In fact, the stream that I'm going to do after this stream is going to be me playing the PC version exclusively for a little bit, but I don't don't know whether or not I'll stick with that version of the game. I'll say it, that much. Isn't yeah, the, they isn't... better have cross-progression ready for Apex 2. Well, no, are, they're working on cross-play, right? So they must be working on cross-progression at the same time. Well, and I did research into it, into the cross-progression stuff, and basically the last word on it is that when they set up Apex originally, they didn't really build it in mind with cross-progression. Pro 
they didn't really build it in mind with cross progression as a future possibility I so see. unfortunately it seems like i'm probably not going to be able to make much headway in that regard um another little game that i've been playing as well on stream has been a little game by the name of kingdom hearts 2 final mix uh you might remember that in the last podcast that we were recorded uh i made note of the fact that basically i put out a twitter poll asking whether i should attempt a twilight princess run on hero mode with the ganondorf amiibo or a kingdom hearts 2 run where i remain continuously at level one and play the game on critical mode uh, uh people ended up voting for the latter and so far it's challenging but i am making steady enough progress i have not gotten to a lot of the harder later end game fights but we'll get there when we get there so are you uh, gonna beat it i'm looking i mean i'm gonna try to beat it i think <laughs> here's what i'm thinking i'll definitely make a huge push to beat it at like i said level one critical mode i think that all of the like end game bosses like the organization 13 data fights which are like these really hard bosses that you get can only fight after you beat the game uh, I think those I'm only really going to... Uh, I'll, I'll attempt those at level one, and then if I'm just having a hard time, I'll go ahead and level up. Alex looks so mad right now that we're talking about Kingdom Hearts. I've, are you... Uh, we? I mean, I know you voted for it three times. I did, so. and that's what I was going to say. Is the only thing I heard live last week on twitch.tv slash pressyyz is the fact that that poll existed, and you know sure as shit I went and stuffed that ballot box for Kingdom Hearts so that Cozy would talk about it for a few weeks. And Alex would Even without it. those three extra votes, it probably would have still been Kingdom Hearts 2. It was worth it. Well, I mean, just playing the normal game is torturous enough. Why do you put yourself through the I'm going to make you garbage? play that game someday, Alex. Oh, God. Extra life. I mean, Let's I totally understand, you know, speedrunners and, like, eventually just get good and good and good enough at a game that you're like, how can I continue to challenge myself? Now... Uh, before we go into the news, I know, Nathan and Mitch, that there were a couple more things that you wanted to tackle. Obviously, I don't want to spend too much time talking about everything that we did over the past week, but if there's anything that you feel is especially pertinent that you want to dive into right here, right now, let's do it. Alex, we need we need to address Nathan's Halo crimes. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a big elephant in the room. Wait, here. okay, so let me get through my menagerie of Xbox exclusives that I've played, and then we'll talk. How about that? Okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'm going to control this control this narrative. Um, so uh, I now have a computer that I can play video games on, and I have four months Yay. worth of Game Pass for PC free. So I thought I'd try some Xbox exclusives uh, uh, as quickly as I could uh, on Game Pass. So here are my quick uh, snippets. I tried Halo. Uh, maybe I'll go back to it. I'm Which in a Warthog ones? thing. Halo 1. Okay. Uh, I got out of the ship, and then it crash landed, and then I'm in a Warthog after fighting alien things that look ridiculous um and i can't figure out where to go with this warthog because i don't see an exit to this valley that i'm supposed to go uh i went to these underground caverns and it looks like there's a thing for a sword that you've got to put an energy sword in um and i don't know what that's about uh but i can't get out of this valley so i turned that off and then i tried forza horizon 4 um and i really like horizon forza horizon forza horizon 4 it's forza. very Forza, Forza Horizon it's 4. It's Italian. It Pizza. is. It's a very fun game, very arcadey. I like the open world to it. Um, uh, I put a little bit of time in there. I tried Ori and the Blind Forest. Um, Such a good it's game. It's a decent-looking Metroidvania. I want to put more time into that one. Um, and what Have other... you tried Gears yet? No. Oh, is that good. an Xbox exclusive? Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Gears of War? 
Are Gears you serious? Gears of War is great. Gears is, Gears is fucking awesome. Okay, I bought uh, an Xbox 360 in like the last year of its life for Halo 4 and Gears 3 and regret that purchase to this day. Well, that's because you were playing Halo 4. Don't don't lump Gears of War into that. <laughs> so, I did because um, I got them at the same so time one, and I didn't enjoy oh, either of them. I tried Killer Instinct. Ooh, that was I, the one game that I wanted to play on Xbox because when I was a kid, I played Killer Instinct on my Super Nintendo like nobody's business. It was my favorite fighting game. Um, and I have to say, uh, I'm like, it's subpar. I um, I forget who created it, who made this this new one originally, but I know Iron, Iron Galaxy, Galaxy. Has, has taken it over since then, mm-hmm. and they've put um, a bunch of work into it. And you know, it's not it's not necessarily my favorite fighter, but uh, it's fine. Yeah, like it's fine. Um, now the one problem I do have the program i'm using to trick my dual shock into thinking it's uh xbox controller doesn't seem to do diagonals properly on the stick so it only jumps straight up and down it won't jump in like dead diagonals which makes uh fighting games a problem because i tried that with the i had the same issues with the power rangers game on game pass too I'd, I so, could, I'd, I'd say you could pick up an xbox controller but the d-pad on that wouldn't solve any of your problems either if you got the elite controller yeah, because he's gonna spend two hundred dollars to play fucking Game Pass. Hell yeah! I just I don't want to spend trial. money. Don't. I don't want to spend money don't. on an Xbox controller. Um, so I don't yeah. know. The other games seem to be fine um, with it, but fighting games on Game Pass don't seem to work if you don't have the Xbox controller. So, hmm. um, so there's my Xbox menageries. Uh, I reviewed just quickly. I reviewed Throw Anything for PS4Blog.net. Um, it's a good VR experience hampered by move controllers because you can't turn around. The whole object is zombies are climbing up a building and you have to throw uh, things down from behind you at the zombies as they're climbing up. And literally, you can throw anything in the game. So that is the literal conceit of the game as you try and knock the zombies off. I don't know why they don't take the stairs, honestly. Uh, but it's it's a fine VR experience. It's just awkward because you continually have to turn around and the move controllers don't do 360-degree motion really well. I feel bad for the people that are getting thrown downwards. Oh, well, you're supposed to save them, but you can throw them if they're annoying. Uh, hmm. And then uh, the final Animal, uh, Animal Crossing update for the week, uh, they have added swimming to Animal Crossing, so now you can swim, uh, go into the ocean, and you can find sea creatures in the, the ocean, and it's really fun. So, has I, it reinvigorated your love for Animal Crossing? It did, honestly. Yes. Um, <laughs> I I have not turned Animal Crossing on since probably uh, the beginning of May. Um, when I think you and I quit around the same time every day. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've I've, I've heard that this uh, the swimming. There's one big problem with the swimming <laughs> thing, and that your your swimsuit is not an outfit it's yes. an item it's an item but the, it's, it's a tool but they won't let you put it on your tool right either because well, yeah but you have to go into your menu and you have to go into it. your inventory add it on and then if you want to take it off you've got to go down to your suit like to where your clothes are in the inventory and then de-equip it oh my god why so, can we just stop talking about Animal Crossing and talk about the best thing that happened to the world this week? And that is the fact yes. that Disney released Hamilton on Disney Plus. Please. Can you show that, Cozy? 
Probably not, without getting you claimed. know, you're actually, you're in luck. I actually did pull up a video of this beforehand. Oh my god, how good is Hamilton on Disney Plus, Nathan? It's so good. Oh, oh my god. Anyone who can needs to watch this. I had tick So, I had planned that the first show I was going to miss of Press YYZ was going to be the show the day that I had tickets to see Hamilton. Obviously, that didn't happen. So, this kind of oh, hurts. I wonder why. I wonder why. There's only a global pandemic going on. But... It is as good as everyone has ever said it is. The music yep. is phenomenal. The performance... I'm, I'm glad we get to see these performances because we I wouldn't have seen the original Broadway yeah. cast perform and uh, David Diggs in particular who plays... Um, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson and... Uh, what's the name of the French guy? That, Lafayette. Lafayette, thank you. Uh, yes. He does a phenomenal job. His comedic timing and his his delivery in the in the rap and hip hop tracks, amazing. Uh, everyone who can, or I mean, everyone has access to Disney Plus. It is worth paying for one month of Disney Plus if you do not have it, just to watch yep. this show. Is it better than the hand cam version of Hamilton I watched on Pornhub? I hate I'm you. sure yes. <laughs> I hate you right now. Um, yes. Uh, is it also, better than the single player campaign for Lost Planet 2? Yes. I've never played that. I don't uh, care. It I, is. I assume yes. Is it better than Batman's Batmobile in the first of Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy? Yeah, because that's Tumblr? a vehicle and this is an actual performance. Yes. Um, also, uh, some of the people surprised me in it, like Jonathan Groff's in it, uh, who oh. voices Kristoff um, in the Disney movies and was also in Glee and um mine hunter on netflix and the mine hunter netflix uh and him as the king george was amazing yeah his Um, again comedic timing is through the roof with his character yeah uh any like go watch this please i know it's almost three hours long which is a lot of time to commit to anything it's worth it but we all play video games for a passion so if you can do that you can go watch this find your loved one i've already watched it twice it came out last week and i've watched it twice so yeah you can do it. I believe in you. Go watch this thing, please. It's so now good. I need Disney to buy the Book of Mormon and publish that. Well, I, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping this leads to a tr- sorry, cozy. One last thing, and then it's all yours. <laughs> I hope I hope this leads to a trend of more studios or services or whatever buying the rights to redistribute stage performances because theater is such a unique medium, and I feel like the more people get exposed to it, even if it is at home, the better off we all are. Especially like Book of Mormon is my favorite musical of all time, and I would die to have the original cast performance somewhere anywhere give it to me now yeah i i've never seen the book of mormon and it's one of those ones i want to see give me more musicals uh, I, i'm regarding hamilton with the scene but the reality is that i'm sure that i would love it if i saw it the problem is is that in my household my parents already started watching hamilton and usually when my parents tend to watch things on the roku it tends to be just like bottom of the barrel stuff like star trek enterprise or season 27 of the simpsons and so when i saw them watching hamilton my brain half went like oh it's off limits now i'm i know that's not actually true but i like look I'm not interested in having a Hamilton spoiler cast if that's what you were about to get onto. But I, I mean, we're gonna do it. We just point, won't right? do it with you. Spoiler: He dies. All right, at the end. you can go ahead and. Yeah, I mean, I already knew that. I already. They spoiled that, that in the first thirty. When, or when the they first had the song of the musical. When they had the big Hamilton leak a few months ahead of the official release of Hamilton, I couldn't wait, and so I indulged myself. Yeah, in the, the leak from 1780. 
Yeah, the, the leaks, the thing is, is that the leaks didn't fully give away exactly what happened in the entirety of Hamilton, but it still, it spelled some pretty major plot points, and that was pretty upsetting. Cozy, I'm done spewing my usual Disney Plus talk, so you take this thing back over, you drive us right into the news. Let's talk about the news. That's a good point, Mitch. Uh, apparently, Microsoft uh, is reportedly against publishers uh, from charging for Xbox Series X upgrades. This is a story on gamesindustry.biz by James Batchelor. I'm going to just uh, read sort of the top of this article and then we'll get into it. Uh, Microsoft has reportedly been telling developers and publishers that they are not allowed to charge players who wish to upgrade from the Xbox One version of the games to Xbox Series X. It's according to sources speaking to Video Games Chronicle, which reports the Xbox is encouraging companies to offer free next-gen upgrades either via its smart delivery initiative or their own scheme. Uh, the, the other the, the, the other the other thing to bring up here is that we've already seen NBA 2K21's pricing come out for next gen and yeah. everything about that is stupid and I'm not I also, looking, go ahead I, I just I just don't like like the the charging extra for the smart delivery option is very scummy but as well the having it tied to the Black Mamba edition which is you know the Kobe Bryant edition of this game and sort of profiting off of his his tragic death from the beginning of this year just God, that seems was like an extra yeah it was uh february i think oh, man. Um, but yeah it just feels like that extra layer of scummy that i'm come to expect from 2k um just wanted to highlight that yeah no, I, think I, really I agree with you 100 percent. there it's it's yeah. so bad what they're doing with that and if i can see this being the same as we've seen previous price increases at least in canada of a publisher decides hey now's the time to bump the price if people pay it then we're going to go with it. So if 2K21 sells well on next gen, I would expect all publishers to to jump on the bandwagon of, of uh, bringing the price up an additional $10, which I know doesn't seem like a big deal in the U.S. where they're taking the price from 60 to $70, but that's going to be a $90 game before tax in Canada. And that's going to be a lot harder to stomach for a lot of people who I know uh, enjoy this hobby that will have to be a lot more conscious about the decisions they make. So I am... I'm glad to see Microsoft taking a stand of, hey, you're not allowed to charge anything extra for these upgrades, but seeing the way companies are going around it is kind of scummy. Yeah, so, sorry. The the timeline of this seems to be like Microsoft tried to get ahead of it by announcing the smart delivery thing, and people got confused unnecessarily about it because it was kind of straightforward. It made sense to me anyway. Um, And then 2K does this, and then... Microsoft trying to like coming out and saying hey no you guys shouldn't do this almost felt like a reaction to the NBA 2K thing and I'm not I don't know I mean it is but at the same time Microsoft is saying that they're working with publishers and developers on their own scheme to not charge more but this uh, gatekeeping it behind a an enhanced edition is one way to do it and I know we've also seen um, what was the other one uh, Madden they're doing their own version of smart delivery where the game until the next one comes out for Madden 21 uh, that mm-hmm. will be free to upgrade to next gen but only until the next one comes out so it's like they're 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 working with publishers and developers to do their own thing where is if they just enforced smart delivery as a medium we'd probably all be happier for it and you'd probably see a lot more people go the Xbox route leading up to the the start of next gen this is why smart delivery doesn't matter because Xbox didn't make it mandatory. Um, at the end of the day, uh, like people get to, ch- the developers get to choose what they do. 
And if they're going to like take the scummy route, they're going to take the scummy route, and there's nothing that can be done about it. I think it's one of those things where um, it's nice that it's going to be done in a few titles. Most of them aren't going to get it. So the Xbox first-party titles will all offer smart delivery. Um, you're going to see a few good developers out there do it. Um, you're going to have uh, EA's probably not going to take that. Well, they're doing the weird upgrade thing if, within the year, I believe. Vote with I your mean, wallet, basically. Hey, we yeah. can always, you know, rest easy at night knowing that this trend of developers being to charge a little more for their games won't become a widespread thing across the industry, right? I mean, I think it, I think it could and it <laughs> should. To be honest, I think games are more expensive to make now than they ever have been. So, I mean, if they're going to charge a little more for some experiences, so be it. I mean, I don't disagree. I, I see the problem as developers where it's like, eh, I don't know if necessarily you're justified in asking more money for your game, asking more money for their game just because everyone else around them is doing it. Yeah, I no, hope. I agree with you. And I know, that, I know that this is very unlikely, but I really hope that we start seeing more, like, skewed prices of, like, does this game deserve to be $90? If it does then make it $90 or and then if it deserves to be more than that then make it more than that like charge for how much your game is actually worth and i think but i i don't see i feel like if they can get if people if the publishers can get away with charging the most amount then a long time ago in galaxy far far away this little we have star wars that we're news streaming on by the name of twitch had a certain individual on it by the name of Ninja. Never mind. Ninja made the leap over the Mixer. Smoke bomb. Mixer away. went the way of the Dodo. And so, following Mixer's shutdown, Twitch's former top streamer has moved platforms once more, this time to YouTube. This is a story courtesy of Rebecca Valentine on GamesIndustry.biz once more. Popular streamer Ninja uh, Tyler Blevins, or Tyler Ninja Blevins, whichever version you prefer, appears to now be streaming on YouTube following the planned shutdown of his previous home, Mixer. At press time, Ninja was actively streaming on YouTube along with YouTube exclusive streamer Jack Courage Dunlop, I don't know if that's how you actually pronounce his name, and Twitch streamers Timothy Tim the Tatman Batar, or Bitar, or Batar, and Benjamin Dr. Lupo Lupo. Pretty sure I got the next one. Don't know public mention has been made yet of a potential exclusivity deal with YouTube. It is possible that Blevins may be preparing to make the platform's new streaming home. Uh, my only real thought on this at the moment is that... So, in the wake of Dr. Disrespect's strange banning from Twitch, there is a conspiracy theory going around that him, uh, Ninja, and a bunch of other prominent streamers were planning on starting their own streaming platform, and that basically that was part of the reason why Dr. Disrespect got banned from Twitch. Uh, I'm guessing that conspiracy theory is now officially false. So, yeah, I think Doctor Disrespect got banned because he's an asshole. Well, I mean, with we, an asshole community. We, I mean, we still literally don't know. No, that. I I'd know. Still, I, I still love to know. By the way, what happened there? Unfortunately, there hasn't been much progress in that regard. But we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, back to the ninja news. I mean, good for him. He was never Not going back to, to Twitch after they showed porn on his channel. So it was literally yeah. it was literally this oh, or yeah. Facebook, right? So forgot about it that. makes sense. I could see him going back to Twitch. So what was that, Nathan? I could see him going back to Twitch. Even Hulk Hogan after the went porn back to the thing? W- Yeah, Hulk Hogan went back to the WWE. And that also like, wasn't a good thing. <laughs> well, no, not when like after before the racist stuff. Okay. Yeah, you have to be yeah. specific. Yeah. There's a Hogan yeah. before yeah, no, the sorry. racist stuff and a Hogan after the racist stuff. Like Hall and Nash left the WWE and they went back. Yeah. Like. Like bad breakups happen, 
And then, like, Jeff Jarrett was is a producer in the WWE now. I keep using the WWE a lot, but bad breakups happen all the time there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, bad things happen. You know what uh, makes it better? Money. So, That's true. Uh, if Twi Twitch showed up at my door with a buttload of more money than YouTube did, then I'd be taking the Twitch money. But I'd be a bit sour about it after they kind of, like, the, the, the fallout from that breakup with the, the disparaging his name and the, the broadcasting porn on his channel is... It's hard to come back from. But it is still the most popular streaming platform, like even more popular than YouTube's. I was just going to say, we're going to see Ninja someday back on Twitch in some shape or form Probably. if Twitch still exists. Uh, what I want to say, though, is like, do you think that his move towards YouTube and also the move of a bunch of these other streamers towards YouTube, do you think that it is going to kind of bolster YouTube's reputation as a reputable streaming site? Or do you think it's going to kind of remain in this weird nether realm where technically a lot of people do stream on youtube but youtube is not really looked on as a streaming platform well it youtube gaming it, is dead right yeah because it had youtube they, gaming which is a separate channel i believe they've killed that correct well, yeah it was like a separate app that you could download um that yeah. would just focus on gaming content but like you've got a tab that you can click on in the normal youtube app so it didn't necessarily need to exist I think, I think, so. I think these okay. big streamers going to YouTube is going to do as well for YouTube as it did for Mixer in that it won't and it doesn't matter and Twitch is still going to remain king. <sighs> well, I think we can all agree that it remains to be seen exactly what happens soon uh, involving Ninja and his streaming efforts. However, unfortunately, I think it'll be quite some time before a definitive statement can be said on the future of EVO. Because Evo oh. 2020 oh boy. has been cancelled again. Yeah, digital Evo uh, was cancelled this time. Yeah, this is courtesy of VentureBeat.com. Uh, it's an article written by Mike Minotti. Evo is the biggest fighting game event of the year. This year's show had to go online due to the pandemic. But now that too is cancelled after companies and competitors pulled out following recent sexual abuse scandals involving the tournament's organizer. Jolie Keeler, who was president of EVO, has been accused of preying on young boys in the 90s and 2000s. EVO announced Wednesday that it had pulled Keeler on administrative leave and then today revealed that he's gone from the organization outright. Yeah. Uh, here's yeah. uh, the last thing I'll say. Uh, EVO gave GameSpeed the following statement. Over the past 24 hours, in response to serious allegations recently made public on Twitter, we've made the first of a series of important decisions regarding the future of our company. Effective immediately, Joey will no longer be involved in EVO in any capacity. We're currently working towards his complete separation from the company and ever leaves him involved in his responsibilities. Uh, and then, you know, they talk about how they're going to continue to make progress. It can't happen overnight, but they're listening to the community and are going to make the changes necessary to make it a more inclusive and positive and less predatory space. I hate yeah. that we're still if talking you, about this. If you just go to the Smash Brothers subreddit, like... It, it spread really bad to that. Is it? Did they have to do what they did with the Last of Us subreddit, where they had to make a second Last of Us subreddit for people that wanted to, like, be shenanigans? Well, I don't know the, if it went that far. The Smash community has been hit by a bunch of predators too, including uh, Zero, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, all the all the major prominent ones. Some it sounds like something has come out against them in some way, shape, or form. Like I'm, I'm glad we're having these conversations and these terrible, terrible people are being shown the door. I hate that we still have to have these conversations because that means there's still these terrible, terrible people in the world. Be better. Okay, so 
Is there a chance we see Evo 2021? Can they rebound as they expel this guy from their, from their, um, I, I like absolutely. I think they're gonna have to try. Yeah, but if someone, I don't know what it, the stigma around the around the brand now will be. I would say if somebody else comes up to fill the void left by Evo 2020, similarly to what we've seen with E3. I don't think E3 is going to be back in any significant capacity because of what Jeff Keighley's done with Summer Game Fest. I don't think Evo comes back if somebody comes to fill the space. I just don't know mm. what fills that space beyond doing smaller invitationals. Like, Because uh, the rumor was Mortal Kombat wasn't involved in the original Evo lineup. And then when they switched to all digital because they dropped Smash out of the digital version because Nintendo doesn't understand online, they, they added don't. Mortal Kombat back in. Um so uh, I actually enjoy the Evo event, and I like watching fight, like competitive fighting games, yeah, especially me too. when you get into finals. Um, so if it's not this, I hope something does fill the void. I'm kind of hoping if they've dispelled the bad guy that maybe they can re resurrect this, but I don't know what that looks like. Do we... So like you just mentioned how, you know, Nintendo doesn't really understand online and hence why Smash Bros. didn't really make the cut this year. Do we nonetheless think that there's any possibility that Nintendo might step up to the plate and be like, hey, we're going to go from remaining relatively hands-off in EVO to actually going pretty hands-on and helping fund and organize this? No. If that happened, I would eat uh, a shoe. I, well, I mean, Nintendo ha technically still has their own Nintendo World Championship. So. Yes. I was, yeah. But that's a live in-person thing. That's not yeah, like online they they i mean you know if nintendo smartens up with regards to online they could do it theoretically but they'd have to rebuild their entire structure for everything to do that yeah but it's doable not for nintendo I, I, they have it. money i mean i think that we're all pretty much in agreement here that it's a long shot but i'd love it if they took a little bit of initiative there i think that they could make something really cool but obviously it remains to be seen i think you're more likely to see uh capcom or nether realms step yeah. up and try and yeah. fill that void of uh being the two major publishers you know what maybe this is where microsoft needs to step in with something like their killer instinct and you know take advantage of that space like they they just need their own foothold there somewhere something do something microsoft I don't know. Evo was even bringing back Marvel versus Capcom two this year. Oh, I love Marvel. <laughs> so I've been, I've been, I've been watching a streamer that does a lot of fighting game content, and I just, I want it, I want it so bad. I'm so bad at them, but I love the game so much. Man, pedophiles ruin everything. They do. Yeah, yeah they kind of do. It remains to be seen whether or not Microsoft is going to be playing a bigger hand in Evo in the future and helping organize things and you know help it from the ashes of its destruction. However, we do know that on July 23rd, the little company by the name of Microsoft is going to be hosting the Xbox Halo, Game Showcase. Halo. Halo. It's Halo. Happen. Halo. 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 You'll get, Halo. If, what if, what if there's ha no Halo at this event at all? <laughs> <laughs> One, they're, they're fucking filthy liars. I will find Phil Spencer and I will make him show it to me. Just like, I just, I can't wait to watch it inevitably get disappointed when master chief sprints but then you know still be excited for the game when it i like for what they show they need to like this needs to be the deep dive like yes 
They, Microsoft needs to. Pr Microsoft has a lot that they need to prove themselves for. They need to prove why you should buy a Series X, what their next few years are going to be, because there's been this buildup that Microsoft's been doing by purchasing all these studios and like forming the initiative, like all of these things that they've been doing the last couple of years. Having Phil Spencer come on, have Game Pass be come like this thing. This is the moment, and we say this like, oh, I've said this the last like three E3 conferences that they've done, but this is actually for real the moment that they need to put up or shut up, because if they don't blow us away, then I think the Series X will have a very similar fate to the Xbox One. Alex, can I ask you a question? Of course. What happens if this isn't good? Like, what does that do like, for the fan base? Like Halo okay. or just Xbox? Just the Xbox event. Because um, I, I, I just I really think it will be a similar fate to the Xbox One. Like there will be dedicated people to get it, but PlayStation can just run away with it because we know what we're getting day one. We know what we're getting twenty twenty one, even like twenty twenty two. Even though those games are technically not announced, it's like you can figure we're getting a God of War. We're getting something new from Naughty Dog. We're getting something new from. Um, uh Punch. like we'll get these games that we might not know what they're called yet and then 2021 it's like we got horizon we got ratchet and clank 2020 we've got spider-man miles morales so it's like microsoft needs to show that they have the next at least two years of games ready to go you need to like because 2020 you're set halo we know that that's what's coming 2020 do we? but we need to do we alex we don't uh, know that do we know I mean, do we know if it's going to come in a state that it is playable and good in 2020? We don't know that. It might um, be good by like 2022 after some updates. Halo but. Halo Infinite has been in developer for 5 fucking years. If it's not ready to be played at day 1, then 343 is a lost goddamn cause. Maybe it's developed in development hell. I We're going to live react know. to this, right? I need to see I, Alex's reaction to this on Twitch. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm taking that. What if they what if they pull a Sega Saturn and they're like, "Hey, the Xbox Series X is out today and uh Halo Infinite is out today as well." So, there's no fucking way they could do okay, that. Okay, okay, they're not doing that. <laughs> they but, need to ship the sure? box. They do, need to pre-order and I ship do, the boxes, cozy. Yeah. There's there's no way in hell that they're doing anything even remotely like that. But, but maybe it's recently, like a Kojima game. Maybe it's like you've had the Xbox Series X all along. You've been playing it all okay. along. What, what if they pull an Apple? It's available in mid-August and pre-orders start the following day. That's also, they, that's also that not going to happen. That, that would be um, crazy, but it'd be awesome. That's also not going to happen. What they're actually, what I genuinely believe is going to happen is because Microsoft, uh, before they announced the date of this event, they talked about how they were doing a demos event, that a lot of the games that they're going to be showing at this event are going to have demos. Halo Infinite is going to have a demo released as soon as they're done. Like, they're going to, I'm calling it right now that they're going to be like, Halo Infinite, this is the game. This is the gameplay. Multiplayer beta available now on Game Pass. They're going to do it. Like, I am calling it now. There's going to be... A, because every major Halo game, except for 4, has had a beta. And Halo 1, I guess. But, like, you know, that right. of course they wouldn't have a beta. So, like, Halo 3, Halo Reach, and Halo 5 all had betas. I really do believe that we're going to see this. It's going to be, like... It's going to be, like, 
It might even be their battle royale mode that is inevitably going to be in Halo Infinite because that's probably going to happen. Like we're going to see some. We're going to Halo Infinite is going to be playable this summer. Mark my fucking words. All right, here's my monkey paw wish for you. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. Everything that you're saying comes true. It's the Halo Infinite beta is available almost as soon as the July showcase wraps. However, the art style of Halo Infinite's beta's battle royale mode. It looks it's like exactly Fortnite. like Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, God. I was going to say, everything that you said comes true, except it's Perfect Dark and not Halo. No, Perfect Dark's going to be made by the initiative. That's what you're thinking? Like, I think so. Like, that'd be a good, know, that'd be it's got to be, be, it's gotta be in development. It's got to be in development. The initiative is supposed to be this quadruple A studio. They're going to show something. We're going to see a new Fable game. Right. We're probably not going to see Gears just because Gears 5 came out last year. Yeah. So I think it's too soon for them. Yeah. But we're going to see at least those. We're probably going to see a new Forza. And we're going to see something. We're going to see Hellblade 2 for sure. Like there's a few things that we can kind of for sure tell that we're going to get. Right. And Microsoft needs to... I don't think they need to compete. I'm last thing. I don't think they need to compete with Sony in the sense that they need to have like these these huge AAA uh, third person action adventure games because we have a billion of those on PlayStation. But I want Microsoft to really take like they have a lot of diversity in the games that they provide to people. Like they, just go forth with that. Compete like have a first per like you have a first person shooter franchise that Sony doesn't really have a good first person shooter franchise. Killzone fucking sucks. Um, like you have Killzone f is really bad. It's not um, really bad. It's like, pretty good. Like, no, Killzone's good. Why are we like, Shadow Killzone? It's Shadowfall not great. Really, really bad. We'll, we'll have a franchise rehab episode on Killzone yeah. in the future. Regardless, like just t take advantage of the fact that you don't do the same things that Sony does, but still make the games that people want to play. Just really i hope to god i don't see a game that looks like the last of us on xbox why because we already have the fucking last of us be different i mean they you already are they better. already have that in hellblade i feel like hellblade is or uh, whatever yeah. ubisoft is having a uv forward event on july 12th uh gonna be a lot of hot news and reveals cool i don't have anything really to say about this either not because uh, i don't care about ubisoft but you know I hope we get a release date for Watchdog Legion. The only reason I threw that in there is, are we reacting to that as well? I asked that in our private chat, and no one responded to me. I think that was your answer. I mean, I, I'm fine with... I don't think we need to react to it. Right. If, at most, we can do a bonus episode, but I don't think we need to react live. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm working during that uh, this Sunday anyways. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't need to... You don't need to see the sheer disappointment on my face when it's 20 minutes of Just Dance. Oh, yeah. We're going to get lots of Just Dance. You need you need that. And they're all dance. gonna be wearing masks. It's and they're be, all gonna be. It's all gonna be remote. They're all gonna be six all feet right. apart. Everybody, give news. one quick prediction for Ubisoft. Rayman. Um, Splinter Cell. Or, uh, Splinter Cell is gonna be in Ghost Recon. I uh, Sam Fisher is gonna be in Ghost. Star Fox Grand Prix cool. comes back and it gets announced here. It's being developed by a Ubi Studio. Beyond Good and Evil uh, Two is officially next gen. All right, that was that's more than one prediction for everyone. We need to move. <laughs> that on. was my one. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, with the news out of the way, we'll quickly do the read, watch all the things. Uh, first off, apparently there's a Sims uh, TV series that's coming to TBS. It's apparently, I, I don't, I don't really care about this. Does nope. somebody care about this? I no. just put it in there because I found it interesting. Here. That's all. Won't it just be Big Brother? No, it, it's actually like a creative thing where they get two hours to create something and they get judged by a panel. Someone called Martin O'Donnell made a video called "Be Nice for Goose," and somebody this really is, wanted this... to. 
this is in reference to he did an interview really recently and he basically like brought to light that activision sucks um i know shocker uh yeah. but just some of some of the stuff that he talked about uh while he was at bungie dealing with destiny he has this whole saying about be nice to the goose and you'll get golden eggs uh and then what an activision executive said but you know every now and then you want a good frog McGraw. so like at that point it's like you know that there's something fucking wrong with that when that's kind of the mentality that they're going in with that that's why destiny was the way that it was until they split with uh, activision it's a really great Ooh. video and this basically okay. was just released to just like say fuck you to activision see here's the thing when i saw the title of this video i thought oh what's this goose bullshit goose meme video and learning that it's actually like something really serious and pertinent to activision and bungie and that old shenanigan i mean yeah but i agree go and give this one a watch uh and yeah. finally uh, there's a video in relation to Master Chief, uh, the Master Chief Collection. Apparently, Halo Ooh. 3 is... Wait, wasn't Halo 3 already part of the Master Chief Collection? No, Not on PC. PC. Yeah, yeah PC, okay. they did a, a timed release yeah. launch. We, this, is the, this is the first time that Halo 3 is ever going to be on PC. It's a huge event. I'm really excited about it. Next week, I will talk about it. Is it a huge event? It is for Alex. It's, like, it's 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 huge for the Halo community. Let me let me. Fine, so it's huge for Alex. The expectations. It's huge uh, for the Halo community because it's the first time it's ever been on PC. You know, hopefully we get good custom games. You know, Alex, I'm beginning to realize there are some video game series that you talk about an awful lot. We all like to make fun of you for talking a lot about Persona Five Royal, but you talk about Halo way way more. If we started this podcast last year, I would have been not talking about halo because there was nothing to talk about this is a fucking this is a rare year and Perfect. finally rare. last but not least uh there's a few more games coming to the nintendo switch online correct mitch uh yeah the most important of which is that the original donkey kong country for the snes is coming to the snes online service go play it game fucking rocks so sometime next it. week i think those are by the way there are two other games that are coming as well but, yeah, but they don't matter nobody cares <laughs> I don't even know what one of them. Immortal, I believe, uh, is the NES one. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. It doesn't matter. We're getting Donkey Kong in. Country. That's what matters. How long before we get N64 uh, online? Knowing Nintendo, <sighs> like three years. Not, not soon enough. And we'll get two oh games over the lifetime of it. But we'll need a terrible one-stick controller to play. What about what about Game Boy? Put Game Boy on there. Game Boy should yeah. be next, yeah. technically. I mean, the Game Boy Advance. I mean, G GBA and N64 yeah. were both on the Wii U, and it worked fine, so I don't see yeah. any reason. Yeah. Give me my I, game I don't see watch. any reason why they're not doing it on the Switch, other than that they don't want to. It's, I don't think they like money anymore. All right, everybody. Let's talk about today's topic of the show. But before we get into the topic of the show proper, uh, we need to do resolve something here really quickly, which is that we need to determine what the name of the topic of the show segment that we're about to engage in is going to be. Uh, normally, this would have been 5x5, five five, but I kind of made it clear that, look, I, I want a name that is a little bit more indicative of what the show is actually about. It can still be nonsensical and silly and funny, but let's try and move it a little bit closer to what basically five by five is actually all about why, um, why do we call it five by five in the first place because i came up with a weird name that seemed to work well for short being short and for it, twitch and for twitter and for the the episode titles that's it well, well i think i came it, up with it and it was just because it was we initially talked about picking five games by five people exactly it oh, made okay. sense in its original conceptual form but now it doesn't really make sense anymore what if it's four by five I said four by three because it's four by five, th uh, four things four, by five four people. 
So I said four people, three rounds, four by three. Because that, that gets you to 12, which is what we go to normally anyway. That's only if we want so, numbers in it. I know Cozy had a couple ideas as well. Yeah, I proposed a couple of names uh, in our group chat that I think are a little bit more indicative of the games, like like what exactly the game is actually about beyond just the number of articles that are discussed in it. I, one of the ones that I came up with that I personally am running for is Only the Best. And one of the things that we talked about uh, ahead of the show is that like you can put whatever it is that we're discussing for that episode, like Only the Best... I don't know Canadian video games, and you put it together, and there you go. Only the best Canadian video games, or only the best Ubisoft games, or only the best video game villains, yeah. so on and so forth. The possibilities are endless, just like Pizza Pockets. Uh, there was also Time Well Wasted, uh, which I also like, but obviously you can't really combine it together. That uh, one's into just neat titles. to the show. Yeah, I think that I think that just makes a good subtitle to the show. Just press YYZ colon Time Well Wasted. Yeah, I mean it is also like I feel like there's like. Didn't Comedy Central have that as their slogan yeah, as well? That reminds me of something. That makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. yeah Com- so then the Comedy Channel, Com- maybe Comedy Channel. Yeah, I think. So the yeah. the two that I threw into the chat or into the the Discord that we have as well were four by three, which I mentioned earlier of it being four hosts, three rounds, or three games per host, and there's four hosts, or rank them. Which is and short and sweet. Jeebus, uh, you know, has been mentioning how he likes Rankin, and he just posted this comment. All right, let's look at the best Ubisoft games and Rankin, which I, I, like I kind of like the ring of that. A bit. Yeah, what, when you when you put it all together like that, it 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 works the same way that you, uh, your original only the best kind of works. Just you know, yeah. swap them a little bit. I mean, we probably won't do like titles and stuff with that. But yeah, also, I, I mean, want to be careful about only the best because let's be honest, WWE 13 got into uh, the best narrative. Only the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did. Yeah, have I mean, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts was the there list, too, so, so it made up. Yeah, for and it. Kingdom Hearts should have been number one, so it's clearly Agreed. not the list that Kingdom it's Hearts inaccurate. Been number fucking negative twenty one. Let's not get into this. Let's not get into this now. It's too hot. <laughs> Thank God. Oh no, wait. Kingdom Hearts does have trophies. Fuck. <laughs> so just you wait. Do you want to settle on? Just you wait. Do we... You're Mitch. talking. Yeah. You know what? I've already decided because you interrupted me, whatever you go with on your first round of what we're about to do is going to go at four. <laughs> no, it won't. I'll have a good argument for it. Trust me. I did some research. All right. I think we can all agree for the time being uh, that we're just going to call it rank. And it might still change in the future. I'm not saying this is 100% set in stone, but if we spend any more time arguing here, we're going to deprive people of us discussing the best PlayStation Platinum trophies. You and talking so, about trophies. Who would have thunk it? I have, I have zero Platinum trophies. I'm ready. I have my list up of my trophies. I have I'm like nine. I have a list up of Platinum trophies, but it's not my own. I've got my list of my top of my 43 Platinums. So I'm ready to talk about this. All right. Hey, Cozy, just for just for reference, how many Platinum trophies do you have? 126. Uh, I think 100 and, 157. 157? Jesus. Okay. I must not have refreshed the page. Yeah, I wanted to. Um, so hold on a quick second. I'll pop it is up 157 my profiles name. Yep, it is. I just confirmed. There we go. Uh, yeah, it is this thing where I've been wanting to get to 200 by the end of this year, but a lot of things have been taking up my time. Probably not going to get to that. I could theoretically just play a bunch of easy platinum games and get there real quick. But anyways, so Alex. Hello. You're up to bat. Tell me. Okay. What is a PlayStation Platinum trophy that I should care about? Well, 
the one that I think, because trophies weren't initially on, on, uh, on PlayStation until the PlayStation Three, but it was well into the uh, uh, PlayStation life cycle. I'm googling what the name of the platinum trophy is. I'm sorry. Um, the game is. It's for the record. It's fine. You don't have to actually state the name of the platinum trophy. Like okay, you can good. just say the platinum four. Okay, I think I wasn't going to get you on that. Okay, I wasn't. Quality. I wasn't sure. You know, sometimes people like to to get you. Uh, specifically yeah, Mitch, know. usually when he hosts. So I you guys don't let me your... host anymore, so okay. it's fine. Um, yeah. So the the platinum I'm talking about is the first platinum trophy ever introduced, which is for Uncharted: uh, Drake's Fortune. I think okay. the list itself is a very good list. It's you know kill uh, it's kill people with like mm-hmm. certain weapons in the game. It really, I mean, the hardest trophy is to just beat the game on the hardest difficulty, which is not. To be fair, you are doing it on the PS3 which has not the greatest controls, but it was the start of, just like the motto of Uncharted, Sig Provis Ma, I, that's not how you say that, but greatness from small beginnings, it was the first time we ever saw trophies, the first platinum trophy you could possibly get. I think it deserves to be on this list because it started something great, which hmm. trophies are better than achievements, in my opinion, because of the platinum trophy. All right, well, it has to go at number one for the time being. No, it doesn't. I thought uh, we talked the last time that it didn't have to doesn't have to but you know yeah, i mean yeah. there are occasional rare moments where we have to put things at the bottom of the list but the platinum trophy for new punch right out now. you know right something like that uh but i i, I do want to say uh regardless whether it's deserving to be at number one or not that that is a good platinum trophy that was a difficult one for myself to earn but i think that it's well deserving of the spot for the time being um one thing to note is that I'm going to add the percentage next to the all of these game names of how many people in general have earned the Platinum Trophy on psnprofiles.com uh, for something that I will be revealing later on. So please keep an eye out for that. All right. I just realized I didn't create the Nathan. doc for the 5x5. Five five. Oh, Do you boy. want that, Cozy? Sorry? He's, I, already, I re- he's already got it. Oh, he's got it? Okay, good. He's got it I've, up already. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. I forgot to make it, so I'm glad you were on that. Thank you. Nathan? So You're I'm on. looking at my trophy list here, trying to figure out which one I want to bring forward to you. I'm going to go with my first platinum trophy that I got on November 10th, 2012. And it's for a Vita game called Virtue's Last Reward. Um, it's part of the 999 series. Um, and really, I hadn't played 999 because it was only on the DS. But when I saw the reviews for Virtue's Last Reward and it was a Vita game and i wanted to play games on my vita um i picked this up because it sounded like it was my type of thing it was an escape room type game um i ended up doing two playthroughs uh but what really stood out to this game was this branching story path um with different timelines in the game but the timelines started to merge um or talk to each other and then it turned out that they weren't separate timelines and it was this really cool narrative experience um, but to get the platinum, it didn't require anything crazy, but you had to find every little nook and piece of the story in order to get it. Um, hmm. it's, it was my first platinum. It's the first time I chased to get a platinum. Um, so I feel like that's, uh, it should be on the list. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the zero escape games or games that I've long paid attention to have never really delved into. I, I will say this, like, even in a game that seems as riveting as something like Virtue's Last Reward, I don't 
necessarily love the Platinums tied to visual novels, but at the same time, it does seem like it was probably an easier time, at least physically, to get through than something like uh, Uncharted Drake's Fortune. So I think I'm going to have to put Virtue's Last Reward at number one. Ah, congratulations, so Nathan. So that's no how problems. we're doing this. Well, I mean, I am kind of deciding on these things on the fly, so... That's how it goes. You'll have to excuse me. Are you, are you planning on showing this, whatever doc you're working on, on stream? Yes, he, right has he has multiple. I'm just not seeing it, that's all. Whew. All right, Mitch. Yeah. I'm going to want you to go next. Sure. Uh, I'm going to follow kind of what Nathan did and talk about the first platinum trophy that Cozy ever unlocked. And it's, as far as I know, the reason he bought a PS3. And that's Mass Effect 2. And it deserves uh -huh. to be on this list because it's the first platinum trophy that Cozy ever unlocked. And that's my argument. It's not a good argument. Yeah, it goes <laughs> number four. It's a great you argument. Talk you know about some of the tr you got to talk about some of the trophies, at least. Like trying to get all of your party members to live through the suicide mission. That trophy was super satisfying to get. Well, I got the achievement for it, but, you know, same thing. You heard my argument. You got to know what you're talking about. No, I don't. <sighs> I had such faith in you going into this, Mitch. There, There such is a method faith. to my madness. Just wait. That is definitely not the answer I thought it was going to be. Exactly. I think he's going to try and argue it later. All right. Are we playing with uh, my arguing AJ? rules where everything moves around like crazy? Okay. I, like that. I hope not. <laughs> Cozy. You don't have a very high bar to hit here. You just have to be better than Mitch's argument, and you can score a pretty decent spot on this Okay, list. so first I of all... I have a good argument. I it's need... Cozy's first platinum. It's very important. First of all, Cozy, I need to apologize to you, because mm -hmm. while I did take your challenge seriously in the... Uh, research of platinum trophies i did not feel confident in my abilities to discuss how good or bad they were mm -hmm. um before we came into the, the podcast tonight i did not know that you had a plan with regards to the percentages uh for the game at some point so I had, I came into this with my own plan, which was a little bit of a funny bit, and okay. it's gonna have to be what it's gonna have to be because I can talk to these, um, but I can't necessarily guarantee they're good uh, unlocks, if you will. Okay. So the first thing I'm gonna bring up, right? If you want to be technical, PlayStation copied Xbox when it came to trophies. Trophies were an afterthought. They thought, oh, we don't need these things. Xbox launched with achievements. Everybody loved achievements. And then, yeah, PlayStation came in and improved on that concept. But Perfect Dark Zero has, for a launch game of launch achievements, a somewhat decent list because it has... The normal achievements that you go through when you go through the story, it has co-op variants of those, and it also has some multiplayer achievements where you can, where, where very simply it's, you know, get 10, get 100, get 1,000. Now, people normally turn their head 
at multiplayer achievements, but these ones you can just do in bot matches. That makes them good. So how did you have a worse argument than Mitch? <laughs> what do you mean? I at least had an argument. It's but there's no platinum trophies. We're platinums. ranking the platinum trophies. Uh, so to get a hundred percent is the equivalent of a platinum trophy. No, it's not. Yes, Ladies it and gentlemen, for the second time ever in the history of this segment <laughs> on Press YYZ, I'm afraid that I'm not even going to rank your entry on the list. All right. Let's... I will. I will note its name here. Uh huh. Just for posterity's sake, but don't forget its percentage. Yeah. Zero. Zero? Yeah, because this is. It doesn't have a platinum. If you think about it, it's a. If you get a a hundred percent of the achievements, it's a hundred percent. So really, by the end of this game, I'm going to get four hundred percent. You only have three games you oh. put on the list. Three hundred percent. There you go. What did this I say? Game is off to a very very interesting start. I... Alex, wait, am I still I in need fourth? You do your best. Yes. <laughs> well, we're tied. We're tied. Um, oh, I no, I meant that. Like, did the game still go to fourth, even though it went to last? Okay, I'm gonna pick. Um, I'm gonna pick a platinum trophy that was my first platinum trophy. But that's not gonna just be the argument. It's gonna be because it was a great list of trophies. It's you do everything in the game. Uh, you couldn't. One of the biggest things about trophies I really appreciate is having them be. Uh, you you can get it all in one playthrough uh there's no missable trophies um so many people talk about how this is their first platinum and it's marvel spider-man oh that was on my list it's got a it's just it's such a fantastic list it's because it's such a fun game that you just want to do everything and that's why it probably has a super high percentage um, just in comparison yeah. to normal platinum trophies, it's just it's because it's such a good list. Because he hasn't played it. Hmm. Isn't it also um, is also just the trophy name? I believe is like uh, be greater, which is like the motto of the game, and it's just such a good message to have. It what is day did you get the In fact, the platinum trophy is be greater, which good on you for actually remembering that. Again, you, it wasn't important that you remember the name, but I'm I, I gotta be honest, I'm really impressed. I think that this is gonna have to go at number one. And uh, for, for the record, Mitch, your Mass Effect 2 one will still say at number four. I'm just going to push <laughs> Virtue's Wrath's Reward and Uncharted Drake's Fortune down to number two and number three. Whatever. You know I had a good argument. You know you want to put Mass Effect 2 higher. It's a pretty solid list. I mean, if it's the same as the... H- I mean, it's a pretty solid list. I could have told you the name it, of the platinum if that would It literally work. is the same as the achievements. Except it has the N7 Elite Trophy, which is the platinum, which the achievement list doesn't have. And that's the one you're striving for. It's true. <sighs> right, Cozy? All right, Nathan. All right, Nathan. Um, all right. Uh, I'm looking at my list now. I've got a personal one I want to bring up, but yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. My 30th platinum that I got on August uh, 12th, 2017. Uh, it's for a game called Chroma Gun, uh, which was a portal-like game. Uh, the reason why this platinum feels special to me was i was the first person in the world to platinum this game um hmm. i got an early uh review code for it uh, so i was reviewing it and i played it right through to getting the platinum trophy for it um without um guides or anything so um it basically is kind of like portal except you have a gun that shoots colors and you have to use the colors in unique ways to get through different uh puzzles and such is this a so is this a game with a VR component to it, or is it entirely a VR game? 
No, it's not a VR game. He doesn't only so review doesn't. VR games, Cozy. Because I'm, I'm looking it up right now on PSN profiles, and there's Chroma Gun and Chroma Gun VR. Oh, the regular Chroma Gun. Okay. Okay, so, just asking. Yeah, no, you're right, actually. They did release on VR eventually. I don't think I played that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I was... Um, it wasn't Portal. Nothing will ever quite be Portal. Um, but it was a good game, and I played it through and kept playing it and had to find everything and scour for all the secrets. Uh, and I was the first person in the world to platinum this game. Hmm. So, I mean, first off, you being the first person in the world that platinum this game is very impressive. I don't want to take away from that. I also, even though we are not talking about the PlayStation VR version of this game, I do want to uh, tip my hat to us sort of directly, indirectly referencing PlayStation VR through this game even though, again, it's not on PlayStation VR. Um, I will say, though, this is a game currently on psnprofiles.com. The average platinum completion for this game is 76.20%. means it's not super rare, so I can't rate it super high, but for the time being, I think I'm going to put this at number three. I hope you're happy. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, you, you don't sound super enthused. I, oh, I want to make like it clear. I, I am very pleased with you being the first in the person in the world to platinum this game it's just you know i get it it's a list i got uh, another one or two uh you should maybe take uh aj's turns away and give them to other people i'm, I'm okay with no, that no, no aj will get his round all right mitch okay you want a rare platinum i'll give you a rare platinum this is one that on psn profiles only 2.52 percent of players have achieved this platinum trophy including here we go uh one alexander kazina and that is Luminous oh. Remastered on the PS4. Oh, it is one of the rarer Platinums. It is the rarest Platinum that Cozy's unlocked. And just by virtue of that, I think it deserves a spot on this list. Cozy's list hmm. of best Platinums. So, like, real talk for a second yeah. here. This game, you are correct that this is a pretty rare Platinum trophy. It is indeed sitting at 2.52% uh, in terms of completion. Uh this was definitely far from the hardest platinum that I ever achieved. I would say that I, I didn't think say hardest. I said games is that th there's a lot of people that go into puzzle games that like their brain is just not configured in a way that they are able to get it. And so I think that a lot of them kind of quit early. Yeah. With me, Luminous is just like, yeah, I kind of get it. And I, I mean, there are also like certain little tricks and tips and whatnot that you can take advantage of yeah. that game to make life easier for you i actually yeah. quite so like, i, I quite respect you for that as well because i picked up i never played luminous before the remaster i picked it up on the switch and i enjoyed it but i i hit that wall you're talking about of it just didn't click for me i couldn't my couldn't wrap my brain around it so just kudos for you for being able to fight through that and figure it out and get this platinum thank you i mean look i can't put it at number one Fuck. because like i said it's not it's not like my proudest platinum trophy, despite it being one of my rarest, but it is definitely a step up from your previous response. And considering that your last one slotted in at number four, this one is going to have to go in at number three. Oh, come on. I mean, I said it was exactly a step up. And what is a step up from four? Three. Some people skip steps. That's true. So put it at two, you coward. No. I think I'm going to sit it comfortably at number three. Ah. <sighs> All right, AJ, you have a chance to redeem yourself here. AJ? Should have uh, unmuted my mic. Turn it off and on again. I <laughs> thought I had a chance to redeem myself, and I just did some more research uh, into it, and 
I don't think I'm going to make the list with this one either. <laughs> but it won't be my fault this time. Okay. So the only game on Xbox that I got 100% of the achievements for is a, a little multiplayer game called Battlefield 1943, which was just a little... It's just Battlefield, but it just it's multiplayer only and it's you know only a handful of maps but it's got really good achievements now i just looked it up on playstation <laughs> this is one of those fucking playstation games <laughs> that didn't have a fucking platinum trophy no it didn't this is what i was just about to get at like i went and looked this game up because unlike perfect dark zero Battlefield 1943 not locked exclusively yeah, to the it's crossplay. I thought I had a chance. So it's not crossplay. It's I available went to on PSN both. profiles. I'm like, oh, look at that. Battlefield 1943. I can actually. I, I'm not going to rank AJ's pick here super high, but I can at least rank it on the list. And then I see it has no platinum trophy. <laughs> How? Why the fuck? <laughs> EA. Why the fuck Battlefield? Why is there no fucking platinum trophy? Uh, all, all right, multiplayer I'll, only fuck. games Listen, typically didn't have trophies. From, AJ, uh, I'll, Sony. I'll give you a I'll give you a second chance. You have to argue for another Battlefield platinum trophy. Another Battlefield platinum trophy. Battlefield Three was a great game, all, all the way through, especially in the multiplayer. All right. <laughs> You just know, barely hung on there. You're gonna go. That one's gonna go at number seven. It's on the list. You Yay! The list. Uh, just barely made it. And by the way, just uh, so you're curious, on the PlayStation Three, wow! Apparently, only three point zero three percent of players got the platinum trophy for this game. Oh, didn't have a platinum trophy. No, I'm talking about Battlefield 3. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to that part. All right. Alex? All let's right. Go. I'm, I'm going to choose a game that if you get the Platinum Trophy in this game, you, like, if you, if you can do it, then it just puts... It's Bloodborne. I think Bloodborne is, deserves to be on this list because it is a test of all of your skills as, uh, in a Soulsborne game, I think... Bloodborne is the best Soulsborne game. Um, it's not my favorite, but I uh, but I do acknowledge that it is probably the best one. And I just think that the list is is worth talking about because if if you see someone with that platinum trophy, then you're you just know that they have dedicated a lot of time as well as a lot of skill, and it's one that you have to truly earn. And at the end of the day, trophies deserve to be earned and not just given away. I mean, I think that that's a very fair and valid point. Uh, Bloodborne was one of those games that I longed a lot of hours into. I had every intention of going through and beating it and platinuming it, and then I just kind of got sidetracked and bored and stopped playing it. So, you know, I can't, in my mind, rank this platinum as high as I rank, say, my platinums for the Souls games, the Dark Souls 1 and 2. Uh, but I do want to tip my hat towards it. And I, of course, need to rank something better than Battlefield 3. So I'm going to put it at number 6. I think everything yeah, at this point is going to rank higher than Battlefield 3. I'm, I'm just... sorry that I didn't rank uh, this one as high as some of your previous ones, Alex. But, you know, you have to understand. That's fair. I mean, it's it's the only one on this list that I don't actually have myself. So, I mean, it kind of deserves to be not that far up. Yeah. 
This is also an interesting uh, like example of how hardcore the player base is on a website like PSN Profiles, where Bloodborne has an average percentage rating of like 21.54, and like something like Bloodborne, way harder than something like say Luminous Remastered or Little Big Planet way, 3. way, way harder. But that's just like how hardcore and dedicated the player base is on a website like PSN Profiles. Uh, oh, hold on a second. Let me make sure that I change the name over there. All right, we're good. Okay, Nathan, what do you got? All right, so I scanned my trophy list. Um, number one, I just want to say, um, uh, cozy, cozy, that you are probably the nicest host uh, in, I guess now rank them not five by five that we've had. Um, oh, you, thank you. You are the most rational and fair host. Uh, so I just you. want to put that Solid out there. Solid agree. Um, so I was looking at my trophy list, and because of one trophy on this game, I think it should be on the list. Um, and it's the Grin Fandango Remastered uh, Platinum that I mm -hmm. got on October 1st, uh, 2016. This is a game that I actually went back to a year and a half later and platinumed uh, because I love the original Grand F Grim Fandango so much. Um, because I beat the game and then I had to go back and play it the right way. And the trophy that I'm referring to to get the to get the final platinum is called the right way, where you have to play the whole game with the original tank controls. Uh, and the uh, quote is actually play the whole game with tank controls. Uh, Tim, as in Tim Schaefer, demanded demanded this trophy. Hmm. Um, and I think it's one of those uh, lists which is fair. A lot of its story progression, you still have to do a few weird things uh, like find like exploration just like use a hole punch um, that aren't necessarily story related that you can miss. Um, but this gives it a little bit of a, I don't want to say hard, but you have to work for this trophy because you have to play with the not as modern controls to get this platinum. So I think it's worthy on being on the list and probably pretty high. Hmm. 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 Here's what I'm going to say. Uh, you, you mentioned how, the yeah i am gonna say a lot of hmms but i am also gonna say this um you know previously at the very beginning of this list we talked about uncharted drake's fortune and how that was a very early platinum trophy the thing about uncharted drake's fortune is that it also set kind of a bad precedent of platinum trophies of being like all right you beat the game on hard mode now beat it on crushing mode now beat it on the super hard difficulty yeah. mode and normally these harder difficulty modes all that they do is they just make it so that the enemies are tougher and bullet spongier. And I appreciate the idea of playing through Grim Fandango twice and not the game getting harder, not because the puzzles are harder or because you have to fight harder enemies, but because the entire control scheme changes. I think that that, obviously that's, you know, a nuisance in its own regard, but I find that more interesting than just the enemies get bullet spongier. So I'm going to put it above Uncharted Drake's Fortune at number five. All right, cool. I think with that, I think Nathan takes the lead. Just I'm not barely. Yeah. 21.82%. And there we go. All right, Mitch, you're up. All right. I've, I've been having fun with this. And uh, like in terms of the picks that I've been putting out, because it's like, yeah, Cozy's first, Cozy's rarest, whatever. Uh, this one is going to be a game that I haven't personally platinum, but one that I do hope to achieve at some point. It gave everyone a reason to own a specific system which there aren't a lot of system sellers on this list, which I think uh, we, we deserve to have a few more of those here. And it's uh, a relatively rare platinum trophy. It's one that, uh, let me just check, doo -doo -doo, uh, roughly six, six and a half percent of players have actually achieved. And that's Persona 4 Golden on the Vita. 
So as we know, and Alex can attest to this, going through these Persona games and getting the Platinums can be a bit of a challenge, uh, especially with the way that they used to do their trophy lists. They weren't as intuitive as something like Persona 5 Royal. Just looking at back at Persona 5, uh, the base game, it was a lot harder to get that Platinum. And Persona 4 Golden kind of falls into that camp where the, the trophy list wasn't, it wasn't like crazy difficult, but there were a lot of specific criteria you had to meet. And that's why not a lot of, I mean, for the size of the game, not a lot of players completed it. And even fewer got the Platinum. And again, I have to say kudos to you, Cozy, for getting that Platinum. And uh, kudos to Sony and Alice for giving us a reason to own the PlayStation Vita. I feel like there's a lot of ego stroking going 100%. on percent um, Here's the thing, though. Like, you know, Persona 4 is a game that's very near and dear to my heart. And I can't deny that getting the Platinum in that game is was a really memorable experience for me as well. It was one of those cases where, you know, it was a grind. There was a lot of, like, leveling up personas and a lot of, like, itty-bitty, gritty stuff like that, which, in theory, shouldn't be fun, but in practice was honestly really enjoyable. Also, random fun fact, when I got the Persona 4 Platinum, I think I was largely grinding for it in Toronto. It was, like, during a random trip to that city, so... Shout out to Toronto. Mitch, while I still... Must deny you the number one spot on this list. God damn you it, Cozy. You are taking another step up, and you are going to number two with Persona 4. I'll take it. This is a, it's a comeback story. Look at it that way. I'll take it. I'm coming for number one when it comes to the next round. Except I don't even know how we play the next round and rank them, so that'll be interesting. It's, uh, it, it will be, uh, I'll save it. I'll save all right. it. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, also, percent. uh... Apparently, all of our competitors now are currently in dead heat. Except Alex, AJ, Mitch, right? And Nathan. Are at well, he's not five, really a competitor at this point. <laughs> yeah, AJ, prove to them why you're still a competitor worth talking about. Also, please fix uh, Persona 4, because it's, it's, you wrote Persona 3. That's a mistake. Thank you. Yeah, please fix that. That's So, originally, I was going to bring Halo 3 to this. I was just going to say, it was going to be fucking Halo, wasn't uh, it? Apparently, I can't do that. I mean, you can if you want to lose. So, I'm going to go ahead and bring... Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Okay. Are you checking if Halo 3 has a platinum? I was checking if there's a single game on the PlayStation Network that has Halo in its title. Oh. And there is not a single really? game. Really? Not even some weird visual novel with weird... Nope. That's insane. I, I mean, Microsoft might put an end to that, so... I wasn't sure if there would be, like, Halo in, like, the another word. <sighs> All right proceed aj so i have chosen to go with what a bunch of fanboy play slaves have just for some reason back in the day decided was going to be the halo killer and it failed miserably kill zone 2 i thought you were gonna bring you remember that target render and they totally dropped it looked nothing like it on the ps3 well, anyway, I'm looking at the trophy list here, and it all seems pretty straightforward. All the bronze hmm. seem pretty straightforward. Play play the game, achieve a rank of... There's online trophies. You know, you, you got all those trophies. And it looks like all you need to do to get the platinum is collect all the do? trophies. So... What kind of trophies do I need to collect, AJ? Uh, I'm going to go with... Probably all the bronze, all the silver, and pr- I'm assuming Is there anything all the gold. that you've noticed about those trophies that I haven't collected yet, AJ? No. Is What's there no that? platinum? Here's the problem. 
I beat, not only did I beat Killzone 2, but I actually beat Killzone 2 on its harder difficulty mode, which ended me the trophy for doing that. Nonetheless, I didn't go ahead and get the platinum for that game, because to get the platinum for that game, you have to get a bunch of multiplayer trophies. Uh -huh. Multiplayer trophies are the bane of yeah. trophy hunters everywhere. Yeah. So... I'm afraid, AJ, that I'm going to have to put this at number 11. You tried, though. That was your best argument. I'm going to give you that. Yeah, yeah at least he made an effort. Uh, All I'm doing is pandering to the host. All right, everybody. Uh, here's how it's going to work for round two. Everybody's going to get an opportunity to argue for why one of their games is better than another game on this list and get to swap places with it. However, the game that you target must be a game with a lower percentage completion rating than whatever game that you're putting against it. Fuck! Oh, so I'm just out of this round completely. So, for example, uh, Nathan could argue for Grim da Fandango against Persona 4 Golden, because Grim Fandango has 21.8% completion rating versus Persona's 6 point da-da-da-da, but he couldn't argue against something like Spider-Man, for example. But alternatively, he could argue he could argue Chroma Gun versus Marvel Spider Man because Chroma Gun has a higher percentage than Spider Man. Oh, Get shit. the idea? No, because all of mine so. have low low completion rates. We'll go ahead. We're already running it a little bit late as it is. We'll go ahead and I'll let you know in advance if you're violating basically what I've set forth. All right, Alex, what do you want? Uh, to do? Uncharted should go at number. go kind of almost anywhere let's do number four all right so yeah, you want to take on luminous four. remastered why is uncharted's yes. platinum a better platinum than luminous remastered's platinum i just think we it's not stated enough that just like the fact that this was the first platinum it is the start of something great um like trophies were this really Sony was still finding their footholding, and for the first platinum, it's not it's not too bad. It kind of it set a standard. Um, no multiplayer trophies. I don't think Loomis Remastered has any either. But you know, I just think that's something we should take into account. Um, I just I think the fact that it's the first one um, is very great, and you know, Luminous Remastered, it's just another it's another platinum trophy where where uncharted just has uncharted has a little bit of a legacy to it because it was first mitch what's your quick rebuttal uh luminous also has a legacy going back as far as the psp it's a series that has followed sony consoles through to this this generation and but it's nothing special to just like add trophies to a game that didn't have trophies before yeah. uncharted founded trophies not necessarily uncharted so uncharted like was not the first game to have trophies mm. just so you know Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was. No, I'm looking at a press release. I mean, it, it, I'm looking I mean, at a press release from Sony saying Bu Buzz Quiz TV, Little Big Planet, Motorstorm Pacific Rift, NBA 09, Pain, Pixel Junk Eden, Resistance 2, SOCOM US Navy SEALs Confrontation, and Warhawk were the first set of games that had, that had trophies. They might not have had platinum trophies, but Uncharted was not the first. Then what's the point? That Uncharted has the first platinum trophy. I didn't say they didn't. I just didn't do the research. But Uncharted was not the first game with trophies. So that argument is moot. At the first platinum trophy, that was my entire argument. I don't know for a fact Those whether it did also or not. Retroactive and uncharted. And uncharted might have not had the first platinum trophy, but I like. Can Alex I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish there. my argument? Okay, go for it. Um, 
the trophies as they existed in Luminous Remastered gave people a reason to continue to play the game. It gave people something to strive for in a puzzle game, which puzzle games historically have a specific, like it has one gameplay loop and you go through that, but it gave specific targets for people to hit. And that's what you want out of a good trophy list. Uncharted just gave you shoot more bad guys, shoot them with this weapon, shoot them with that weapon. Big whoop. I mean, I understand your point, Mitch. However, I still think even if Uncharted might have not had the first like platinum trophy of all time, I still think that it's, placement in the historicity of the trophy it, it can't be understated it can't be understated i'm trying to google what what was the first <coughs> game to have a platinum because i got uncharted oh it first game with trophies at launch was pixel junk even uncharted was the first game to feature a platinum uncharted was the first game to have platinum. Okay. unless google is just lying to me it could be who knows google likes to lie now for the record mitch you're still at four which means that you still have a good chance to make a comeback later on. No, because there's no... I can't argue in this round. It's going to happen. I know, not in this round, but... You've made it so I can't, can't so, win unless I argue against myself. Can I do that? Just... Just... Just play let's, the game. All right, whatever. Please hold your turn while we go to Nathan. Okay, well, to make points work so that I can actually get more points... I really have to argue Grim Fandango against Persona 4 Gold, and that's my only option here. Otherwise, I'm just switching the same points for the same points. Um, so, yeah, uh, Grim Fandango is probably one of the most classic games ever made. Uh, it's fantastic that we got a remaster on the PS4. It's something that I thought we'd never see, and it exposed... A brilliant game for more people to play very similarly to persona 4 golden um but what i think grim fandango has over persona 4 golden which i've played both of them i haven't platinum persona 4 golden i've beaten it though um and it's a very lovely game um is the heart of manny calavera and the story that it tells in going through um uh, the different uh, times uh, with him in the different um, episodes almost or the acts the four acts of the game and how you see his life progressing um, and how he's done for himself in the ingenuity and honestly it's a better story than Persona 4 Golden and don't get me wrong I love Persona 4 Golden it's like A rank um, just Grim Fandango's S rank in terms of this um, and I think it's probably one of the best PlayStation Platinums out there, and that's why I made sure I went back a year and a half later to get it. See, the problem is, is I feel like you didn't really make a big argument for why the Platinum specifically is better. You talked more about the quality of the game itself. Mitch, let's hear a rebuttal. Um, I mean, I don't really have much to rebute. Like you said, Cozy, there wasn't a lot of talk there in terms of the trophies and the achievability of them. Uh, we've talked about the fact that Persona 4 is a bit of a grind, but that grind is still rewarding hundreds of hours into the game. It, Like I said, it, it's a system seller with it just being announced coming to Steam. People went berserk for it because people want to experience this story, this game, these these achievements, these trophies. Uh, achievements on Steam, trophies on, on PlayStation, obviously. And um, I had another point, and it's... I'm blanking at the moment. Oh, uh, you didn't see the same sort of fervor around the release of the remaster of Grim Fandango as you're seeing right now with uh, Persona 4 Golden coming to Steam because ultimately Persona 4 Golden is a better game than Grim Fandango, trophies included. 
Yeah, I think that, uh, unfortunately, Persona 4 Golden is going to have to remain at its current spot. I, you know, I appreciated the other points that you made in your argument, Nathan, but at the end of the day, things have to remain as is. Now, I can't wait to get all the Steam achievements in Persona 4. The way that things are currently set up, I don't believe that Nathan, sorry, that Mitch or AJ had the possibility of arguing against anyone else. I can argue against Luminez with Battlefield, but it's for one point, and I already yeah. Battlefield already has one point. Can we just break the rules yeah. for me and AJ? Because you made the rules weird and so made it what I was gonna to what I was gonna propose. Over. What I was going to propose, because, again, we are running a little bit late, is that I'll give you a bit of leeway in rank three. In Sorry, in round three. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Deal. So, uh, round three, what I decided to do is I decided to create four different categories for uh, four different kinds of, basically, trophies. And I was going to ask each of you to pick a number between... Uh, one and three in your category of your choosing, and then I would hand you a v uh, platinum trophy of my choice for you to argue about. Uh, for you, AJ and Mitch, I'm going to make it a little bit easier where I'm going to give you a heads up about what each category entails, and then once you've chosen the category, I will t list to you the your choices, so you will actually know what you're going to okay. be arguing for That's before fair. you have a chance to argue And for presumably it. then okay. we will go after Alex and Nathan as it would uh, be hidden to well, them. You, you're going to go first. No, wouldn't they go first? Because if you tell us everything, then they'll know everything. Well, yeah, do that. Well, I, I mean, I won't tell you the individual games in each category. I'll just tell you the category names. Wait, so how's it going to work and for AJ or for Alex and Nathan then? Can I can I just go with AJ sure. first and then you? Okay. All right, AJ. Yeah. So I have four different categories ahead of me. Mm -hmm. uh, category A is easy peasy plats. Uh, these are platinum trophies that are very easy to obtain mm -hmm. b is retrograde rewards these are platinums for games that originally did not have platinums on the platforms they came out on but later obtained platinums when they came to the playstation 3 4 and vita mm -hmm. c the grind is real these are for platinums where you have to grind an awful lot and d is hard as actual platinum these are for super duper hard plats uh which one do you want to choose i'm gonna go with the first category the easy ones okay uh, your three choices are one, super weekend mode, two, believer with an exclamation point at the end, and three, word search by Paugi. What was the first one called again? Super weekend mode. Okay, I am looking it up real quick. We appreciate your patience. No problem. If somebody picks a category, you can't pick that category anymore. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. That makes more okay. sense. Thank you. Uh... Yeah, sorry, I didn't explain that That's part okay. earlier. It totally I makes sense. That was now. the case after this. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't even tell what the game is like with this. I've heard of Super Weekend. Wow. I think Greg Miller's. Platinum. This really is easy. Everything is in 98, 196%. Yeah, it, it has a weird wow. like resolution. It's odd. Wow. It, uh, All right, yeah. Now you have to tell me. Yeah. Why is this a great platinum? Why is it? A, well, one, easy platinums are great platinums. I've heard this from Greg Miller. He's uh, a mm -hmm. good authority on the on the matter. Um, and it seems pretty straightforward that you just have to play the game, right? And like, who doesn't love that? Like, where you just have to play the game and you get the trophies. Now, there's a, a difficulty um, uh, a trophy 
in here that you would have to obtain. But, you know, if this game is as easy as it looks, it shouldn't be too difficult. And, you know, if you need something quick to pass the time, why not just get an easy platinum like Super Weekend mode? I didn't love this game as much as I thought it was going to. I thought it being an easy game was going to make me, you know, pretty quickly fall in love with it the way I fell in love with Taco Master and My Name is Mayo. At the same time, I can't deny the fact that, hey, I got the Platinum in the end. So it's going to go above Bloodborne because I didn't get the Platinum there. Uh, but that is only as far as it is going to go. Okay. All right, Mitch. Can you remind me of the three remaining categories? Yes. Uh, the three remaining categories are retrograde rewards, the grind is real, and hard is actual platinum. Uh, let's go with the hard platinums. All right. Your choices are Titanfall 2, Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, and Rogue Legacy. Do I really want to put another Kingdom Hearts game on the list to piss off Alex? Mm. You didn't put... There are no Kingdom Hearts games on No, this they've list. been on previous lists, Yet. and I know how much it upsets Alex. So I'm going to be nice... And I'm going to argue for Titanfall 2, because it's a game I've played. Okay. Uh, Titanfall 2 is a phenomenal okay. game with, like you said, it's got a relatively difficult to achieve platinum. But the trophies are not anything, like, too outlandish. They're just some very difficult challenges in the game. There's a, a number of time trials that you need to be able to beat, and those can be incredibly challenging. But ultimately, game tells a great story, and the trophy list reflects that in that there's a lot that is simple enough to achieve but it does have some real challenge to the grind and ultimately we all want to play great games and titanfall 2 is a great game did you say that the time trials are not too annoying no no i said the time trials uh -oh. are incredibly difficult the one the single time trial is infuriating yeah, and that's the one that people struggle to get to unlock okay, the platinum. I just but ultimately it's a great list otherwise it's the only trope okay i just i just wanted to be clear that we were in cahoots in agreeing that the time trial in that game during like the introductory tutorial mission is very, very Agreed, challenging. Yes. To, to, to unlock the trophy that's associated with it. Yes. It's undeniably a yeah. trophy I will never achieve, but other than that, it's a great All list. Right, it's well, a great game. I, I mean, I'm pretty much, I was concerned there that we were going to have a major disagreement, but no, we, I think we're both uh, in agreement with each other. Uh, I can't rank it higher than Persona 4 Golden because that was just a lot more enjoyable the whole way through. That's understandable. Uh, but I am going to put it directly underneath Persona 4 Golden at number three. Well, depends on how this last round goes. Because oh, nobody could attack Spider-Man in that last one almost. Yeah, like Spider-Man just got to like stay at the top. Oh, no, we're tied? No, I think no. you're you're up by one. No, yeah, you're still right. winning. Okay. Damn. That's not fair. Cool. Yeah, so... Hold on yeah, a second. Spider-Man was just... Just like you put a game you haven't platinum at the top of your platinum list, Cozy. I hope you're happy. Yeah, I, I don't really know what to say about that. I think it just it kind of ended up there, and then I feel like like the problem is is that because I'm not as familiar with Marvel's Spider-Man in terms of its trophy list and platinum, I can't do as good of a job as comparing it to anything else that gets put pitted up against it. Like something like you know, like I can more easily compare the platinum of Titanfall two, the Persona Four Golden. I can't as easily compare the platinum of Titanfall two to Spider Man. Un that's understandable, that's sort of but ultimately, issue. at the end of the day, this is your list. And if you wanted to change it at the last minute just to fuck with Alex, you're welcome to do so. I mean, I'll keep it in mind. I'm not certain that I'm gonna act like that. Understandable. I mean, I'll always uh, anything is on Good. the table. I'll put it that way. All right, Nathan. The two so, remaining categories for you to choose from are retrograde rewards and the grind is real. The grind is real is going to be more RPG 
You don't okay. know that. Give me the grind is real. All right. Uh, pick a number between one and three, which is to say inclusively one and three as well as two. Um, four. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Disqualified. Give me two. All right. You need to tell me why Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue is a great platinum trophy. Oh, uh, I, I need to research this game. Just put uh, it at, just put it at number 12 and be done with it. But then no, I don't hear. I can't win. Yeah, while, he's, argument. while he's researching it, why don't you tell me what my game is? Yeah, that's a good idea. Sure. All right. So you're going to be retrograde rewards. I'll choose two. Two. All right. You have to argue for God of War Chains of Olympus, which originally okay. released on the PlayStation Portable and then later on was ported to the PlayStation 3 workout. That's a much better game to choose. I mean, you can still make a better argument. I almost argued for Barbie yeah. to start. Um, okay. Um, so I'm looking at the uh, trophy list here for uh, Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue trophy guide. Um, and I see why you're saying it's a bit of a grind because there's a lot of work um, that needs to be done in getting certain numbers of things in order to achieve your platinum, which means that you're probably doing the same thing over and over again um, many times uh, as you, Barbie and her sisters, rescue puppies in this game. Um, there's lots of vaccinating. Uh, uh, but here's the thing. It has puppies in it. And we all know that puppies. puppies are better than cats. And everybody loves a good boy. Right? So um, I actually feel that this is probably the strongest trophy list and actually should go above Marvel Spider-Man the more I look at it. Just based on the tasks that you have to do for the dogs and the fact that you're, as Barbie, rescuing puppies. I mean, what's more nobler than that? And this trophy list really reflects the rescue of the puppies in that as well. So, like, that's about as lock solid of an argument that somebody could make to have that beat Spider-Man. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> You're really gunning to put this one at number one. It should be at number one. There's no question about it. Uh, I'm looking at this, and yeah, it 100% should be at number one. I'm actually okay with that. Especially while he's not here right now. Oh, he's here, but I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> no, I'm here. Oh, there he is. I'm here, and oh, man, you're invisible. Be, uh, a tr no, I'm just reading the I would honestly be okay with you doing that, Cozy. Uh, see, the problem is, is that I, I will say this. I do think that puppies are better pets than spiders. I think we're all in absolutely. Yep. Look, I have to be honest. I have to go with what my heart is telling me to do. And my heart is telling me that I can't put it at number one because that means that it has to go above Persona 4 Golden. And it can't go above Titanfall. But I will put it at no. number three. I will Come put it at number on. three, which means that it's above Titanfall. Fucking God. That's some bullshit. All right. Actually, uh, I think I'm okay with that because I think that puts me in the see. lead. Maybe. Or Na maybe Nathan. I don't think so. No, think it, it doesn't. Nathan, it it doesn't. puts Nathan above me. Oh, it does put Nathan. Fuck. Think, Alex? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. okay. Um, so, God of War, Chains of Olympus. This was uh, developed by Ready at Dawn, which unfortunately no longer... It was... Uh, back when they were used to make games for PlayStation. Uh, and they made two really good God of War games for the PlayStation Portable, which, you know, uh, the 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 PSP, or the God of War was really, like, pushing the PlayStation 2, and the fact that they get, get a similar experience on the PSP, pretty rad. Trophy list, when it came to the PS3, 
uh, is actually pretty good. It looks to be on par uh, with like a standard sort of um, a standard like third-person action adventure game. Like there doesn't, there's no collectibles, which is honestly sometimes can be a really annoying. Actually, no, it looks like there are collectibles. Uh, eh, you know, like fine, collectibles are pretty pretty all right. Um, but like you just play through the game. <laughs> like you play through the game, uh, and you just like. You upgrade your your Kratos. There's a few missable ones, but the missable ones look like to be like not super like not super terrible. Like um, you know, just follow a guide and you'll get the trophies. And it's they're very good God of War games that deserve to be. I don't fucking know. I haven't played this. <laughs> you, you tried your best. You tried your best. You didn't just blindly make fun of it like you tend to do when it comes to Kingdom Hearts and. I have to give you credit for that. Maybe uh, five? Oof. It's a solid, I mean, it's a solid God of War five game. looks pretty good for that. Here's the thing. I can't claim that I got the same thrill from platinum this game as I got from platinum, say, a game like Titanfall 2, but I can say that I am more familiar with it than I am with something like, say, Virtue's Last Reward, so it's going to go at number You're welcome, five. Alex. Just won this Eight. game for you, I think. Oh, fuck. I think Wait, so. did he win with that? I was trying to figure out the math that makes me win, but there was nothing that made me win. So if I can't win, at least Nathan loses. Just knocked me right off the board. <laughs> Wait, fuck you. <laughs> oh my god, AJ literally has zero points. <laughs> oh no. For a moment I there, I had was... like 30, but I don't know what happened. Well, I gotta say, Alex is our winner, but this was a surprisingly close match. I feel like up until the very end there... It wasn't obvious which of our three main contestants was going to pull ahead. This but is probably the. This is probably. Should the probably review the list for our audio had. listeners. Yep, all of us, the closest. Cozy, can I ask you a question? Yes. Hold on. I have to say your question, then I'm going to read through our all of our entries. I was going to bring up my name is Mayo, but then you poo pooed a list that had high tro like high amounts of people getting it when I did Chroma Gun. How would a, my name is Mayo ranked on your list? I feel like I probably would have put it, like, maybe above Uncharted, to be honest. That's pretty good. Like, I wouldn't have put it super high. Okay, it wouldn't have made a difference then. Cool. Yeah, sorry. All right, you pushed Mass so, Effect 2 off this at list. number 16, the... You could probably just review the top 10. You didn't make a good <laughs> at, argument for it. At number 16, the invisible, secret, dark, dirty, zero spot, we have Perfect Dark Zero for a zero game. <sighs> at number 15, we have Killzone 2. At number 14, we have Battlefield 3. At number 13, we have Mass Effect 2. At number 12, we have Bloodborne. At number 11, we have Super Weekend Mode. Finally, at number 10, getting into points, we have Luminous Remastered. At number 9, we have Grim Fandango Remastered. I didn't put the remastered next to the name, but you know what I mean. Number eight, we have Chroma Gun. Number seven, we have Uncharted Drake's Fortune. And number six, we have Virtue's Last Reward. Number five, we have God of War Chains of Olympus. And number four, we have Titanfall 2. And number three, we have Barbie and her sister's Puppy Rescue. And at number two, we have Persona 4 Golden. And finally, at number one, we have Marvel's Spider-Man. Arguably the MVP of this match for Alex. Only <sighs> I mean, it's the, no I mean, it's the best game it. on this list. By the way, I want you to know, AJ, uh, that I amazing. cut away from the Google Doc just as you put that message in there. Rude. So I apologize How rude. for that. It's a good list. <laughs> What's the message? All right, everybody. 
Well, this was an exciting episode of Press YYZ. It was something. If you want to continue to follow our shenanigans on Twitter, see what we're up to next, you can find us at Press YYZ on the platform. You'll definitely want to pay attention to it in the coming days because we are going to be recording our... um, I was about to say Persona 4. No. Our The Last of Us Part 2 spoiler cast pretty soon-ish. So, yeah, pay attention to that. Nathan, where can people find you on the socials if they want to do so? Uh, check me out at the underscore NMAC on Twitter, uh, as well as follow me at ps4blog.net where I do my reviews, and you should see the review for Throw Anything going live very, very soon. Alex? Uh, on Twitter, I am blatantly underscore Alex. Instagram, blatantly Alex. And YouTube, with my most recent video, Steal Your Heart, uh, is blatantly Alex. AJ? One of my picks on that list was higher than one of Alex's and one of Mitch's, so I feel accomplished in that. You can find me all over the internet at Times Hero, capital T, capital H, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. And finally, uh, Mitch. You can find me here every week where we record increasingly longer episodes of the show, uh, and on socials you can find me everywhere at Mr. Mitch George. And you can find me on Twitter at Alex Cozina, A-L-X-K-Z-I-N-A, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Cozy Bear Live. Till next time, signing off. I'm well wasted. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody.